louder. Wrestling Ruined, Wrestling's Worst Years, Episode 27. I am your host, the incomparable, the extravagant, the former podcast world champion, Eddie Gay Shepard, along with... Terrific Travis Lasser. A.K.A. the man who will never hold the 10. I'm fucking number one contender, bitch. Yeah, you'll still never hold the 10 pounds of pot. I'm your current podcast world heavyweight champion, beautiful Brainerd A. Lane. And I'm very excited to be bringing to you tonight, uh, Slambery 1995. I can't even say that was a straight face. <laughs> hey, you got some old school in this though it's gonna be right up your alley you're gonna have a boner you're gonna have a boner I don't wanna I don't wanna show our hand too early but this is not as bad as it could have been no, it's in black and white too not all of it I know all of it just that match <laughs> Tonight, guys we're gonna be covering Slamboree 1995 before we kinda get rolling let's talk about what's been going on with us guys the fires holy shit uh, yeah, um, the, actually, just weather conditions in general have been crazy around here. Uh, we go hot, cold, hot, cold. Uh, with like winter to fires to uh, tornado warnings. It, it's been it's been crazy. But I mean, the fires didn't really uh, affect me too much, which is good because I was dealing with a bout of the COVID. Um, you got the vid. So, uh, but uh, you know, Eddie, uh, right out your uh, dude, it was woods. creeping up. Like uh, we got an alert. It was like one in the morning on I can't remember what. That was on Thursday night. So it's Wednesday going into Thursday of last week. And I got this notification, and uh, I was like, okay, all right then. So we go outside, and we look from our porch, and from our like the back of our uh, where we live, you could see fucking embers, and it was bright red. And, I mean, it was like 1.30 in the morning. It was bright red out there. I was like, well, that's kind of interesting. So I kind of drove towards that area just to see what was going on, and, man, it was just full smoke. And we, my wife started freaking out, and uh, we, I told her, I'm like, well, Let's just go ahead and pack up our, our stuff and, you know, not all of our stuff. Like we packed up some clothes and just in case that way we put it in a laundry basket. So that way if something were to happen, we're ready to roll, put it in the car and go. Uh, luckily, nothing happened. Um, I know a lot of the area, there was a lot of damage. It was like, what, 3,700 acres or something like that? It was something I mean, like it was that. More than that, honestly, by the time it was done, because it ended up being two separate fires. One out towards your way, and then one in the Wares Valley area. Yeah, that's um, just the the conspiratorial Scotts area. The conspiratorial part of myself, you know, living through the the Great Fire of of the Gatlinburg area uh, previously. Uh, I don't know. I sometimes I think the they they allow some of these things to happen uh, to make waves for. You know, well, changing property deeds and that kind of stuff, but it was bad all the same, but not as bad as it could have been. Well, I knew that day, like when I was going to, I was going somewhere, I can't remember, and I was going down um, Chapman Highway, and it like the smoke, you could see the smoke, and you couldn't see the mountain and all that shit, and I knew it was not that great. I, like, and I mean, it hadn't got bad yet, but like then I got tires the next day, and it was just a constant line of fire trucks just coming down yeah. the parkway. From what I could read, they were saying there was very limited fatalities. I know there was some firefighters injured. Truck um, burn up. I, I know, know there's a couple. Yeah, there was a couple. I think it was three fire trucks that completely burned up. Uh, I know your buddy sent some footage of right near in the fires, mm-hmm. and he's a police officer. And uh, our, buddy, our buddy Kyle, his his family lived out there. They had to evacuate. Um, and then uh, Lindsay's uh, aunt lives not far from you. 
they were the next evacuation zone. Like if it would have moved yeah. over, like she showed us pictures of her backyard and the whole sky. It was it like was, you said, it, it was, was red. so damn windy, man. It was crazy. Uh, but luckily, like I said, fatalities are low. And uh, as far as I know, there it wasn't anything real, real serious other than people losing their homes, which is, I mean, it's serious, but I mean, it could have been a lot worse. Um, but yeah, you know, our hearts go out to those yeah, people. And no. shout out to all the first responders who, uh, who did that, you know, an amazing job of trying to contain this crazy fire. And it wasn't like someone just set stuff on fire and it was like, you know, premeditated. It's just, it was a brush fire and wind took it, man. So, you know, or, or was it? No. Conspiracies. Also, speaking of conspiracies, Sonny. Well, I have she's the, finally going to take the money I, to say Brandon has an ugly dick. Well, she's going to need bail money now. Um, <laughs> it's fucked up. I, I don't think she's getting off yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. This, this is, this may be the, the moment where where Sunny uh, is going to have her come to Jesus moment, where her actions are finally going to have lasting consequences, and it's it's so awful that the result of that to, to get to that point had to be at the expense of someone's life. It's just a terrible a situation. Or like a part person, and then push that in somebody else. Like I mean, that's it's fucking terrible. Beep, beep to you too, motherfucker. <laughs> um, but I mean, it it, it was terrible, man. Like it, that was something just out of the blue. Was not expecting any like at all. And then the whole. Well, oh, that's really on you for just not expecting I, I Sunny mean, to do something. She stupid. was in Florida. I figured she'd be in New Jersey if she did anything. Like how would she end up in Florida? She uh, blow her way down I, there. Like is what I'm saying. Like, I'm, I'm I'm trying not to make. I'm not trying to make mean spirited jokes. And you're setting me up for them. This <laughs> is this is this. Uh, it's a terrible situation. And. Um, the whole just Sonny's life in general, like I mean, what could have been? I mean, a lot of it is her own doing, and then in other situations, it's stuff that's you know happened to her throughout her you know years. Being famous, young can't can't help everybody. Uh, you know, adjust to a normal life. But, really, really quick, um, before we actually get rolling into this podcast, this episode, um, thoughts on this on this question. Do you think if she would have avoided the wrestling business, life would have been a lot different for her? Probably yes, but I think in a lot of ways she'd probably ended up in the same spot. Well, she would have been fat a lot sooner. Yeah. <laughs> she wouldn't have been famous for a Dairy Queen video or whatever either. And then she probably wouldn't have got into porn or like if she did, she wouldn't have got as famous. Well, I mean, or she wouldn't have had people buying it to well, see her. There was, there, the, the market for a fat person for porn <laughs> she was. She it. Was a lot narrower back then. However, now not like her you, vagina, which isn't narrow. Oh, <laughs> yeah, fuck yeah. Oh man. Yeah. Oh yeah. I was trying to ask you a serious, I mean, a um, serious question. I mean, we're not trying to make light of her killing someone. Listen, her life is in shambles. She, she, she was a small town girl. Living in Long Yes, yes, Travis. The she, she apical to the journey song, um, but. Uh, she probably would have had a semi-normal life, but coming from humble beginnings, I mean, we know how people in the outskirts of our area end up, you know, methed out in a trailer. So I don't, I don't know that the environment necessarily helped her life, but I don't know that it, she would be. I think she would be a tragic figure, but probably in different ways. Would she, would she have lived a semi-charmed kind of life? Fuck you, Travis, <laughs> baby, baby. I want something else. I mean, and I, I mean, and then like. Then we had the whole the abuse allegations with Kimberly and the was it Nash Carter from NXT? That was a that was the uh, 
That was another shocker off of WrestleMania weekend. Yeah, and and I'll be honest with you, I don't want to touch any of that because no. alleg- it's just all allegations at the moment. I know the picture surfaced of him with a uh, uh, with a Hitler, Hitler mustache yeah. and, a, and a Nazi salute. I mean, uh, some people have dark humor. I understand that. I know we have dark uh, humor as well. But I mean, that's a, that's a, that is a, an understatement. If our <laughs> if our feeds, our messengers, uh, messenger messenger oh. messages got released. Uh, uh, yeah. yeah, there'd be definitely be some uh, internal FBI probes, <laughs> and, and on top of that, like it's, it's probably a private photo, never intended to see the light of day, but still doesn't make it right. I know that. I mean, and it it, it, it kind of put a little black mark on an otherwise good WrestleMania weekend for the WWE. I thought that was a they had a tremendous WrestleMania compared to what everybody thought it was going to be coming off of it. Yeah. Um, Pat McAfee showing out once again, guess, as he does. Guess who had every opportunity to watch it because he was laid up in bed and, and still didn't? Me. Because um, you're a bitter old fuck. Yep. <laughs> nah, it, uh, we'll, we'll talk about Mania here shortly, but I want to, let's get on to this awesome, quotations, show, uh, which is WCW Slamboree 1995. You're going to go to uh, Peacock, your cock app, pull up Slamboree. It's season three, episode one. I hate that they fucking do that. but Just put them in line. That's how they go. So down. we're going to say three, two, one, play, and we're going to get rolling, guys. Three, two, one, play. Fast forward three seconds. Oh, the man. stars of yesterday, Dory Funk Jr., who's not on the show. <laughs> <laughs> Slamboree began its inaugural pay-per-view in 1993, two years prior to this, with the gimmick of it being a Legends reunion. In 1994, prior to Slamboree, WCW uh, approached ECW about cross-promoting with ECW's Win Worlds Collide event, which was scheduled to take place in Philadelphia on May 14, 1994. My birthday! The two promotions agreed on a talent exchange in which WCW wrestlers Arn Anderson and Bobby Eaton would appear at When Worlds Collide, while ECW wrestler Terry Funk would appear at Slamboree. The match that he would be in would be Ter- Terry Funk versus Tully Blanchard, which is kind of a wild match if you go back and watch it. But, the, the crowd, uh, the crowd makes that match because yeah. there's there's ECW people in the in the yeah, front row. Hat guys there. Oh, and, and Terry Funk like elbows his hat and stuff. It's, yeah. it's good stuff. Some more notable <laughs> matches that happened the, the two previous years to this. Uh, Dory Funk Jr. Uh, and Nick Bockwinkle and mm-hmm. Thunderbolt Patterson and Brad Armstrong defeated Ivan Koloff and Baron Von Raschke. Ugh. Is this the first show we've had Tony uh, Eric Bischoff calling? Yes, Tony is out because of neck surgery. Yeah, because it, it was weird for me when I started watching the show that Eric Bischoff was the, the get, announcer. Get well soon, Tony, 30 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> we did have some matches pri- uh, prior to this show for main event. We saw the Blue Bloods, which is Lord Stephen Regal and Earl Robert of Eaton. Uh, defeat Los Especialates, which is Ricky Santana and Fidel Sierra. Oh, so <laughs> Don't. Let me get through this. Give me, give me two minutes. Miren, en sobos, mi nombre. No me confrontas, digas mi nombre. No, po. Tia, no la tu tica, tica, tu. God damn it. Fucking brave. Los Ricos for life. Manos, Hands up high. <laughs> Touch the sky. Oh, fuck so you, Puerto Rico, <laughs> Steve Austin defeated Eddie Jackie. Sorry. Eddie Jackie. It's Sergeant Gave Craig. Gave Richard Jerry Scruggs. Get that one out of there, really? Yeah. yeah. Uh, Sergeant Craig Pittman defeated Mark Starr in the uh, main event match was Ming defeating Brian Pillman in a quarterfinal match for the U.S. title in the tournament. Spoiler. And then right after that. Sports. Ming works twice. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> Paul, I guess the, the storyline that leads up to that we'll talk about later, but we, they do get a bonus match, and they make sure to say it a lot. The bonus match is going to be 
Uh, Rogue Warrior Hawk versus Ming. Usually the word bonus indicates something pleasant. Boner. Do you know what yesterday was, by chance? It was the anniversary. 25th anniversary of uh, a certain promo for Booger T. Yeah. <laughs> Hawk Hogan, we coming for you. You all know the rest. <laughs> if you know, you know. If you this don't, is, look it up. This is Slammery. Taking place May 21st, 1995 at the Bayfront Arena in St. Petersburg, Florida. They had an attendance of over 7,000 with an estimated 110,000 buys. Uncensored 95 had a buy rate of 180,000. Do you think that show affected this buy rate? I think this being a Legends reunion affected this buy rate. And probably the shittiness of Uncensored didn't help any. But like, I don't feel like any of the Slamboree shows ever really drew well. No, it, it's a nice, it's a nice like thought out idea. It just doesn't really work. Oh, look how the curtain didn't divide. Oh, it sounds so stuck. WrestleMania, WCW. <laughs> Is that the Ghost of Oz? Oh. oh, yeah, here comes Jerry. Sanders Our first alone. match tonight is the Nasty Boys versus Harlem Heat. The storyline is that Nobbs is hurt, um, yeah. and this match is their final chance to win the tag titles from Harlem Heat. I will say one positive here: they got right into the show. They, oh like yeah. Usually, usually there's a lot of talking. Uncensored, the show it's like there was up. a lot of like downtime. They were trying to kill time. They, they just wiped the camera out. Right into the show. I, I I may be in the minority, but I love the Nasty Boys. They, they well, they're, 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 fuck, they're fucking terrible <laughs> under most circumstances, but for whatever reason, they seem to have really good chemistry. With Harlem Heat. So, yes. So you have a nasty sensation flowing over your nasty body. Nasty baby! <laughs> uh, before we get started, uh, this episode is unofficially sponsored by Nitro Pepsi, Vanilla Draft Cola. No, no. God damn it, Eddie. You don't understand working. Oh, are, oh. This episode is sponsored by WCW Nitro <laughs> Pepsi. <laughs> are you guys ready for this? I'm not uh, uh, this. Nitro isn't even a real thing yet. It's coming! God, Sherry looks we're, we're promoting it. Oh God! Now I'm the only one who's had this. This is no. I'm not exaggerating. I'm not a Pepsi fan, but this is the smoothest cola I've ever had. She's got a nose ring. She's trying to be 20 years younger. Mm. Damn, that's smooth. Mm. For a soda, smooth, (laughs) almost creamy. Creamy. Well, that's because it's it's because it's (laughs) vanilla draft. It is very good. Like I was not expecting this to be this good. Doesn't have a strong Pepsi. Taste to it. No. no, it does not. That's why it's delicious. <laughs> you can pour, pour hard, admire, and enjoy. WCW Nitro Pepsi coming to stores near you. Nineteen Get the inside scoop on WCW Nitro Pepsi coming to store shelves near you. Oh, I, I like the WWF Superstar line. You are charged no matter what or option for, you do not pick. If you listen to the <laughs> April Fool's Day, uh, <laughs> <laughs> the black box, you can you can call that number and get a. Nice, sexy lady. Have we ever tried to call the, the yeah. number? Yeah, yeah. Just sorry, your your, your uh, party cannot be. Well, what what does it cost to, to to make a number go back into into order? Because I, we if we could get that number working, it would be worth Travis going in the hole yeah. um, financially. Um, Smaller bubbles, smoother taste. WCW Nitro Pepsi coming to store near you. <laughs> You're killing me here. I look at those teeth. <laughs> looks like the lady. Looks like the lady at the Burger King who just gave him a chicken sandwich. Sherry, <laughs> that's probably her name. Sherry, when she came out, Bobby Heenan goes, "She gets more beautiful every day." 
What do you guys think? Wrong I'm, on this one. This show, she does not look as good as she did last show. Her tits are not well, perked up as much as they normally are. I don't know. However, she does take a, a quite a bit of licking in this match. Oh, she takes and a not lot of, of, the, not look, of the, look at his dick! Look at his, his dick! That's okay. I'm going to look the other way. <laughs> there, the, the thing that, uh, that I find alluring uh, about... Uh, Sherry in in this show, as opposed to other shows where them them titties are properly on display, Who the fuck is, ref? is that she has this uh, I don't know what you call it uh, this like lace lacy mesh kind of. Oh, it's on her legs. She also yeah. looks like a fucking glitter oh. monster just on her back. Yeah, I don't care for that. <laughs> <laughs> it is completely silver, almost Rey Mysterio fucking SummerSlam bad. Jerry Sags actually got a huge pop coming. And out. He's got a lazy eye. <laughs> Ah! <laughs> lazy worker, lazy eye. It all, it all ties in. Bring it home to mama. Oh, yeah. Man. God, look, she's about to get a crack rock. Oh, that's fucked up. That's really. She's <laughs> that's, like, she was a nice human being. She Shut did. it. She I, did. I, I, I make this point every time. <laughs> Cody Isis, you fucked up, man. You could you could have fucked a star. She doesn't seem like she was fine from this side. It's like when she does full facial. It's like. Ugh. I'd love, I'd love to see uh, Sherry take a full facial. <laughs> yeah, it'd be like jizzing in a skull because she's dead. <laughs> he almost killed Brandon. <laughs> you think this is WCW Nitro Pepsi? <laughs> I wonder if this gives you like impossible like, to get choked on because the bubbles are so small. WCW Nitro Pepsi coming to Sorcerer's New Year. You know what's not small? <laughs> Davey Richards' j- dick. Did you watch the video? I don't know. <laughs> you went searching for it, didn't you? Well, we are proud members of the David Richards Jerk Squad. Prime. We do need to buy that shirt while we were on. That is a that's a hell of a clothesline by Jerry Sags. Crowd, crowd is hot, man. You know what doesn't sag? What's that? Well, oh God, dude, do, do you want? Do, do you, <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! I'll save oh. the answer for it. Well, I would. You, you, oh, oh God, it's a hell of a, a hell of a clothesline. But do, do you want to know the the? The, the hor- my horrible mindset as to why this this Florida crowd is so hyped right now. It's because they're be- he's beating up two black fucking redneck beating up two black dudes. Oh come on! This Double D team. Watch this here go. Florida. Well, I mean, this WCW. He, he, he walks up. Oh shit! He just fucking wallops the <laughs> shit out of Sherry here. She takes a hell of a bump, a few bumps in this match. To be yeah, honest and with boom! you, boom! And that's oh my god! It knocked the glitter off her fucking face. That's why she's great, though. I mean, like she, there was no pretension about her about getting in the mix. Well, I mean, you will say you got to remember WCW originally brought W uh, fucking Harlem Heat out. And I'm about to get to that. Before I get to that, uh, after he, after. Uh, Nobs just wallops Sherry. Bischoff goes, that was uncalled for, and he could be fined by Bachwinkle. <laughs> and speaking of Harlem Heat debuting, a Harlem Heat retrospective, boys. Booker T and Stevie Ray started to team together as the Huffman Brothers and Western Wrestling Alliance after a brief feud with each other. Soon after, the WWA seized operating, and the brothers started touring the Texas independent circuit until they caught the eye of Skandor Akbar. Goddamn right. Who was involved with the GWF Global Wrestling Federation out of Dallas in 92. Soon after, the brothers were repackaged as the Ebony Experience and quickly rose to the ranks of the GWF tag division with under the guidance of... Gary Hart? God bless your He was your, great, your man. Heart, where, where originally, this is where Bruce Pritchard and uh, Booker T started their uh, friendship. Yes, this, yeah. this is uh, uh, the point where, uh, well, I mean, uh, Bruce, Bruce Bruce was in Global, uh, one, okay. of, one of his 
sabbaticals from, uh, from about what a year, yeah. not even close to a year. In August of '93, the brothers debuted in WCW as the tag team of Harlem Heat, with Booker being renamed Cole and Stevie being renamed Kane. They were built from Harlem, hence the name Harlem Heat. Uh, this is what alluding to what Travis was talking about. Racism. Originally, they were supposed to be a pair of wrestling slaves, one in a card game by manager Colonel Robert Parker, but was changed due to racial sensitivity based on their look. Coming out to the ring in wrist and foot shackles. What the fuck? With a they, prospecting they, white man as their owner pulling, hey. them out, owner pulling them out. But, it, but you know why that changed? They got emancipated. <laughs> <laughs> thanks, thanks, A. Lincoln. Wrestling, everybody. Going and wrestling, would that make sense? People are like, yeah, that seems like a good idea to do that. (laughs) How else in the fucking world does that make sense to do that in 93? Oh, my lord. I mean, listen. Stevie Ray's terrible, boys. I'm saying. Wasn't it just like in like a couple of years ago that they outlawed like um, slavery in like Missouri or someplace? I, like, I don't fucking know. I, don't know. I mean, like it's it hasn't been practiced, but I mean, it, I'm I'm not trying to justify this. By the way, <laughs> you because, fucking lied. Your fucking grandma rubbed <laughs> off on you. I'm just I'm just saying that like the mindset of some people is different than uh, people who are not in the wrestling business. <laughs> Going forward, guys, Sister Sherry began managing the team in 1994, and they changed their names to Booker T and Stevie Ray at their request. Harlem Heat became tweeners and entered a feud with Colonel Robert Parker's stud stable of Dirty Dick Slater and Bunkhouse Buck, who we've Travis's seen favorite. and is fucking terrible. Yeah, oh, she's like shit out of Extremely racist. Eventually dropping the tag titles to them on an episode of WCW Saturday Night, thanks to interference from Parker. Parker and Sherry would carry on a love affair, and Parker eventually left the stud stable in favor of uh, of the Heat to be with Sherry. Mm-hmm. Throughout 95 to 97, they would feud with the Steiners, Sting and Luger, the American Mouse, Slam your grandma, Slam your grandma, and the amazing French Canadians, along with the NWO. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They they were pretty pretty well the the constant tag team of of the mid to well, late nineties. Like, yeah, with, with the what with a, the absence of the Steiner brothers, they were the, the top team in WCW. Yeah, absolutely. They filled the void when the Steiners weren't there. Like they were kind of that glue that held the division together. I mean, you think about nine. God knows we're in ninety five. When we did our draft episode, which you can go back in the archives and Who listen won to, that one? and uh, should have been me, but uh, not you because you. Uh, oh shit. You colluded with our uh, cuck of a producer, uh, T.J. Bowser. Um, but, yeah, like, you knew how hard it was to draft tag teams in that fucking thing. Like, I mean, Harlem Heat and the Steiners were, like, the two best teams. I know. And I got like, the Steiners. I mean, I had Harlem Heat and I had the Nasties, and they were in a triple cage of doom. Fuck and your like, show. And fucking, <laughs> fucking public enemy OD'd on the floor. It's fine. <laughs> that's that's, that's per, per the usual. On, <laughs> <laughs> on a July episode of Nitro in 1997, they fired Sherry and hired a new manager, Jacqueline. Uh, uh, and then on, they, Moore. they they fired Cherry in July. They hired Jacqueline Jacqueline in September. Stevie then took five months off from WCW to recover from an ankle injury, and Jacqueline left the w, uh, left for the WWF. While Booker T made a transition into singles competition, Booker managed to win the WCW World Television Title uh, during Stevie's absence. That is around the same time, guys, that we got the fucking Best of Seven series with Crispin Wall. I, they throw I, Finley in there. I was such a Booker T fan at that point. Oh, yeah. He was the... It's hard not to root for him because the guy was so fucking good. He, Rick Martell was in that, too. Dude, I, I did it again. Rick Martell got f- fucked 
royally by both by both members of Harlem Heat because yeah. he got uh, a leg injury uh, from Booker, Booker T, and then he got a uh, another injury from uh, Stevie, from Stevie Ray. Ray. It's probably that slapjack. Well, like the Rick Martel's injury was just weird because you can you see the exact point in the match when it happens. Like he, he broke throw, he, he throws him and he hit his legs hit the rope and, and, then that, and he finished the match. He went yeah, like yeah. another like five or six minutes like. Which he was supposed to win that. Yeah, this this move is fantastic. It does not get enough credit. The Harlem Hangover is one of the best fucking moves Boom. ever. Yep. Fucking never hurt anybody with it. Let me finish this retrospective, yep. guys. Upon his return to WCW, Stevie Ray joined the New World Order, while Booker continued to be a rising star in the singles uh, comp- in singles competition. Despite being on both sides, they still managed to peacefully coexist, despite Booker you know, expressing how he hated Stevie being part of the NWO. By... Uh, Mid-1999, Booker was able to convince his brother to leave the NWO and reunited Harlem Heat once more. They would go on to win their 10th and final tag team championship. Ten-time tag champions, guys. And you know, and you know uh, the the crown jewel of the evolution of the tag team of Harlem Heat? What's that? Harlem Heat 2000. We're there! T, baby! Stevie Ray turned on both Booker T and Midnight, who was their manager at the time. In February of 2000, Stevie Ray formed Harlem Heat Incorporated with Big T, Cash, formerly known as 4x4 from the No Limit Soldiers, and Jay Biggs. Stevie Ray and Big T referred to themselves as... Harlem Heat 2000. Oh, your point to me and Travis said it. Guess who's... Guess, did you tell him who Big T is? Tony Norris. Did you tell him who he used to play? Yeah. <laughs> Booker T then lost. Oh, pile driver there. By Booker the way. T then lost. Oh, here comes here comes Brian Knobs. Look at water like a fucking penguin. Booker T lost the rights to his music and the T in his name as it was owned by Harlem Heat and was it's referred so to stupid. as Booker. Is the dumbest stipulation for a match ever. Harlem Heat 2001 the rights to Harlem Heat's name when Big T pinned Booker T at Super Brawl 2000, which we will get to eventually. Oh, also, God. the rights to the music. Stevie would retire shortly after with Booker T being named G.I. Bro with the MIA. Booker would finish off his career with four WCW championship reigns in WCW with a total of over 21 title reigns within the whole organization. Uh, He would go on to win one more in WWF as WCW champion. Uh, And they were inducted as a a tag team into the WWE Hall of Fame in 2019. Well deserved. Yeah. I mean, we we always kind of shit on Stevie Ray. But... Okay, commentary. No, he wasn't. No, he wasn't. <laughs> he, he, was, he, he was in a good position. He was the powerhouse. Booker was the guy who could do all they, the moves. They complemented each yes. other very well. Well, I'm right in the middle of the whole NWOB team angle on uh, the Nitros and Thunders I'm watching, and Stevie Ray's about to be like the leader of the NWOB team. He had Oh, it. Jesus oh, Christ. Christ. Almost like a back body drop under the steps. Here comes Sherry. Dude, he fucking yeets the shit out of her. Oh, Watch yeah. this. Catches her. Oh, yeah, he just chucks her. Oh! Oh, he. Yeah, I remember this from the mat. He just watches her. her up. He deadlifts her and yeets the shit out of her. Oh, he chucks her. <laughs> if Stevie wasn't there, she's hitting the guardrail. I wish Finn was be here with me because he would have yelled yeet for me. No. The crowd is super hot for the Nasty Boys, and that goes back to Brandon. Maybe the crowd's super racist. Who knows? They're from Florida. Of course they are. Also, anybody that's bad listening to our podcast up. from Florida, I apologize for calling you racist. <laughs> picking him up with uh, bad ribs. That's stupid, knobs. They said that he beat up uh, the the doctors in the back so he could come out here for this. Mm. Jerry Sags did very well by himself, though. I'm shocked. Elbow drop. One, two, three new tag champs. The crowd fucking erupts. Racism. This was a good match. It was very good. I know I talked over it with the with the retrospective of the Harlem Heat, but it, for an opening match, especially during this time, very good. It, it told a story. 
Um, it had good action, pretty good pack and forth, considering you know the odds were against the nasties. Um, you had the good, the, the good comeback and and fucking. Cherry took a fucking beating like like she a, did, well she I, I felt like she was taken care of more than she was uncensored where she just got fucking like clotheslined and her head bounced off the fucking concrete. By the way, I love those belts. That those are my, that's my favorite incarnation of the WCW tag. Team I like titles. those belts. I just one's missing a side plate yeah, already. Right but you know what? I don't care. And I still I'm, like them better than the ugly egg belts. Oh, that God, they have I wish those belts were just bigger. Yeah, the so egg belts that, that uh, Barry Windham and Kurt Henning went in that tag tournament. God, so bad. No one wants to think about that. I didn't. I just watched it. Oh, God. But, there, but there's belts. God. Ah, Bobby freaking Eaton. legends. Th- great tag team. Pearl of Eaton. But I don't, I don't care for Bobby Eaton. In this, I, I, uh, I have in my notes that it's silly for Bobby, but I am glad that they won ha- or given him something to do. And it makes it better knowing that he is a part of the tag division with, with Steve all this All this does is make me pissed off that Bobby Eaton never got to be a horseman. Because there was that point where... Uh, the idea is that they were going to bring on the, Sid, the Midnight Express to be the two new members. Bob, Bobby Eaton must have watched Sid and Diesel from In Your House One. He's sweating. <laughs> he looked like he smelled shit walking out. <laughs> Someone's shitting in darkness right now. Sid playing softball. <laughs> softball in December. <laughs> Suddenly I defecate. Oh, man. Riggle, Riggle's fucking great. I don't know. You can tell Bobby's still trying to get the like used to it. Any any incarnation of Regal is good. He's severely oh, underrated. Gonna show this replay. He fucking slammed. Watch, watch your head. Oh, oh god, her shoulder. He definitely had to knock the air out of her, and then he gonna eat the shit out of her. Yeah, like this right here, just totally yeah. unsafe as hell. No wonder she was addicted to drugs. No, dude, no fucking kidding. Watching these two pay per views just to see that. I just can't believe how over the Nasty Boys were. And, you know, they might get a lot of hate, but they were over for That's their time, man. That's a elbow drop. It, it, it just, it always depended on who they worked with. Yeah. You, you couldn't throw them in the ring with anybody to expect, you know, well, an amazing the, match. Doing but the Steiners beat the shit out of each other. That's still uh, one of my favorite Steiner Brothers matches. because those motherfuckers are hosses. Fucking Ken Doll, Eric Bischoff with his glasses. Those are pretty looking belts. I like those. That's the ones that uh, Mick Foley spit on through. He was making a point. Because his pride meant more to him than a championship. championship. Ric Flair did not like Rick that. Ric Flair didn't like that because Ric Flair doesn't have any pride. <laughs> you know, He'll do anything Rick, for money. Ric Flair, Flair didn't care uh, care for it because he didn't have the context because he wasn't going to watch ECW. Pretty sure he just blew all of the alimony money he was supposed to be paying his ex-wives on a boat Florida that says woo on the side of it. Goddamn right. Live that dream, Flair. <laughs> for about two more months. Oh, that's mean. That's mean. <laughs> if he keeps living the way he's living again, it won't. It won't last. Did, you, you, you either you either die a boring life or you you live you live one uh, God, that will be glory. remembered. So, I guess Wendy couldn't handle it. <laughs> so no, she got out. Her fucking vag was just pounded black and blue constantly. She. I mean, got, I'm gonna grow my hair out for your. <laughs> I mean, no she, got, no she, flare, got, she got ate out on a fucking train. Yeah. Or maybe that wasn't her and that's why he divorced. That could, that, that, you know, it all makes sense now that that probably was not. <laughs> probably not Wendy and he was gotten yeah. caught licking some vagine on the... I don't know. He was licking some slits. <laughs> Woo! This oh. promo is so fucking bad. Oh, God. This whole it's, it's, fucking... His, his robe says bad. Maniac, but above it is a Dark Cloud, and it's like lightning, and that goes into Maniac. Yeah. This I, is yeah. The, 10 out of 10 robes. This is the <laughs> official debut of the man with no name. <sighs> 
This is the beginning of the Dungeon of Doom. He keeps saying, brother, brother. <laughs> mean Gene is taller than Kevin Sullivan. <laughs> Man, <laughs> brother. I, lo- I love Kevin Sullivan, but Kevin Sullivan should not should not be wrestling in 1995. He stole that road from the Purple Haze. <laughs> <laughs> he, he'd be like a fucking great mouthpiece for somebody, which is, I don't know why they didn't use him in, in that way. Um, I will say this, though. I know we're jumping ahead, but like the matches that he ended up having with Benoit were fucking fantastic. They were. Because they beat the shit out of each other. Well, that and there was, you know, real heat. there was heat behind those punches, but... Yeah, I will say for for '96, that is one as a child. That is one of my most memorable moments is of them fighting in the fucking bathroom yeah. and Benoit doing. I think he did the. There was a table set. Did he? Did he jump off a table and do the flying headbutt? Is that what he did? I can't remember I, exactly. I, 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 I you you mentioned my racist grandmother earlier. Um, I can remember uh, us sitting in her living room watching that on on pay per view while she sewed, and I kept telling her to to fucking stop because she's like she had this sewing machine like two feet away from my head. But like, Grandma, stop it! I'm trying to listen to wrestling. <laughs> Forget all Kevin Sullivan needs is a hood here that's purple, and he'll look like fucking Grimace. Grimace. It's better than the sweatpants he wore of fucking Great American Bash 91. Work that me, back. How many inches he had that back? I was say working. Oh. How many inches he had to have hemmed off a fucking purple haze road? Next match we're getting is Kevin Sullivan versus the man with no name. All right. I have a, I have a question specifically for, for Travis. Comes back as Zodiac. Yeah. Do you want this as an action figure? Fuck yeah, I do. And I wish I could find him now. I wish he, I could find the picture that he signs, and he would be like the man with no name. I have, I have an idea. Like this, this, would, have, this would have to be like a ringside exclusive because you couldn't put this out in like in stores. The face is a butcher. A Bruce? No, 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 no. It's it's the man with no name. But the packaging has it's Nothing. like it's this it's fucking white. There's only a fucking uh, UPC code on it. There's there's no. No identifying marks, but it's a fucking bark. It's a it's a cardboard back and a bubble. I love the fact that he just cut. He was just cutting, you know, a, 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 a throat cut to the camera, and the camera was not the right. Camera. You know what they really should do? You remember the uh, like the faces of Sting pack? Yes, they should do that with all the Brutus's gimmicks in it. And only, you'd be the only one who'd be clamoring for that. <laughs> I want Dizzy over Dizzy Hogan oh until his God. final Brutus on the WCW Saturday nights. You know how expensive it would be to make 30 figures in a pack? <laughs> 33. You just use the same body and repaint the pants. Still, still a lot of fucking plat. You know, individual figures, how much are they? Like 20 bucks. Yeah, that's on the... That's on the I'll pay $600 for it. <laughs> Mattel Creations. Make it. That's, that's going to be their next Those literally look like gray sweatpants with some airbrush on them, boys. I ain't well, that's even probably lie. what hey, they are. We can say what he wants. He, he's a, he is in great shape. Look, look at this chick in the pink. Oh, God. I bet fucking that, I bet that's pink. fucking Hogan's wife. No, she is there, though. <laughs> you, you do see her later on. Oh, man. I would rather have another Legends match in this fucking match. This is a Legends match, you son of a bitch. Wow. Whoa. Look, Whoa. This, look at this terrible choke. <laughs> oh, get oh, get Come. Out. You gonna come? You gonna come? <laughs> look, they're gray sweatpants. I swear to fucking God. No one is wearing a jock strap or fucking underwear on this show. I can see his dick, too. I have in my notes there's no fucking reason this match should happen on pay-per-view. This should have been main event. <laughs> I would awesome with Eddie Jack on, on main event, not the main event. Yes. Let's fucking make sure everybody understands that Eddie's not advocating no. for no. a man with no name to, to headline a WCW pay per view. I would rather have a hack. I would rather have a hacksaw Jim Duggan match. Oh fuck you! 
I stand by that. I, I'm sentiment. Go- I'm going to have to agree with Eddie <laughs> begrudgingly. Asterisk in the re- in the record book. I, d- I just do not remember his tights before, but that, I swear they look like gray, fucking heathered sweatpants you would get from Walmart, and they got spray painted by some fucking Gatlinburg t-shirt you know airbrush. You know what they look like? They look like you uh, you went to like the. Community creations section, and like somebody who only halfway knows what they're doing made them, and they have the opacity turned down, so like the, the the logos are only halfway viewable. That's what his fucking gear looks like. That was a community creations uh, reference, and I appreciate that. You're welcome. Like, look, it was like his balls are hanging out. It's nasty. I'm not looking at his dick, Travis. I, I can't help but to. It's like the only thing oh, for Trevor to match. Oh God, he almost won Star K with this. Oh my God, I wish Mary. he would have. Jerry, or uh, oh, I guess him a jumper. <laughs> Bishop says Sullivan gives up a lot of height, but he's got some weight behind him. And then uh, oh, Bobby Heenan goes, he gives up a lot of height to Webster. <laughs> oh, Bobby Heenan's <laughs> fucking commentary stuff. on this show. Could you imagine this, this one guy in the, in the right here with the, the fucking mullet? mullet. <laughs> he's like, "Come on, Brutai! Come on, Brutai!" <laughs> he's he's so into the match. Who'd you? Oh, he spit on him. Who'd you? <gasps> he missed. Slap. He's he's hitting his Slap. hand. He's not even slapping him. Slap. It's fat Savio Vega with a ball. Oh, he's eating his face. <laughs> fat Savio Vega. The that's that's what they do in Florida when they they take bath salts. Remember? Oh, that's <laughs> right. The zombie true. outbreak. It's a little before that, but I'm sure they were probably doing that before the news ever caught up. If anyone ever smoked bath salts, I could say it was probably Kevin Sullivan and or uh, Ed Leslie. Uh, Ed Leslie did before he killed Chris Wanda's family. He was oh. actually holding on to those for Hulk Hogan, but he, apparently Hulk Hogan... Oh, get your ass said, out of the those be like sweatpants. <laughs> Holy shit. Swear to God. Swear to God. <laughs> I was like giving him the benefit of the doubt that they were tight, but those were sweatpants. No. no, 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 no. I'm fucking... Yeah. Stop wearing great... Oh, God, his dick Uh-oh. is fucking right there. Uh-oh. He's butchering up. <laughs> no. He's dizzying up. <laughs> Oh, He's getting God. dizzy. <laughs> he's beefing up. Eddie, and he's fucking broke. Beefer is beefing up. <laughs> the beaver. He's dizzy enough. Those are sweatpants for sure. What if, what if, as dizzy hugging, he just spun around in circles? And they're like, he's getting dizzy. He's oh, getting he's dizzy. <laughs> he's gonna win this match. His opponent can't continue. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna the airplane spin. I'm oh. so close to passing it. <laughs> Oh my god! Nope, that's two pile drivers back to back. Oh, oh fuck, it looked man. great though. Nice, nice Gooch shot. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice shot of his zebra. Nice thong. job, Craig Leathers. Piece of shit. AW oh, sucks. One. Oh, is this final oh. rope? I can't oh, tell because it's fucking terrible. Oh, god, camera no, job. No, I saw it too. You just I, saw that. I saw it too. Oh, oh, did y'all see his moose knuckle? Yeah. I didn't look directly at it. I didn't yeah. want to be. Uh, oh. I didn't want to turn into one of his gimmicks. Oh, That's what happened. If you were a doctor, you could have just told if he was circumcised or not. Oh, oh god. Wait, what? <laughs> very, very, How deep are you looking into his car? Right, right there. Let's just, just put it this way: it was very Cobra Commander esque. <laughs> <laughs> Had a helmet, huh? <sighs> Oh God! Just get. Can this be over? Can we get to the post match angle that everybody oh, wants to see? That's the booty oh, man. Oh yeah! Grab that ring post, arch that back. Chubby daddy. <laughs> he does have chains on his tights. He does. He, he does. Oh. Man, those sweatpants need some fucking. <laughs> <laughs> he needs like a bigger size for sure. Oh, uh, how much of a like pay cut did he take to go to WCW? That he felt sweatpants. Was oh, I want to know how much he was paid for his main event match at Starcade. I'm really curious. Uh, oh probably, God, probably, more, more they deserve. He probably gave his purse to Hogan like you deserve it, brother. His coin purse. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin. <laughs> oh. Kevin. 
He hit his face. Right on, right on his dingus. <laughs> dingus. No helmets protecting him there. Uh, he Kevin Sullivan has uh has like striped fucking a striped thong on that keeps hanging out of his fucking. Yeah, yeah he's a fucking pro. Oh, he's dizzy enough. Oh, oh, right, oh. right in the dick. Oh, oh, there's no way he didn't dip in the dick. <laughs> There's no fucking way. He's gonna stomp him. Look at the stomp. Oh, oh god, dude, that had to knock the wind out of him. He broke some ribs. Hey, why don't one, you just, your hair breaking the ribs? He's road. crossing his legs. You see that? Yeah. Because oh, he got an erection. You know how his boner. That Son was of that was the worst fucking match I have watched on this podcast. Nope, it is not. It, I'm I'm gonna agree with Travis. <laughs> we watched Great American Bash like one. This is not the worst and match uncensored. because as bad as this was, there at least was a twinge of entertainment quality. For us! For us. Yes! Oh, God. King Curtis. <laughs> yes! <laughs> He's covered in King Curtis up. was uh, involved with Florida Championship Wrestling with Kevin Sullivan. That's how they kind of know each other. He's old as fucking dirt here. That's why he's covered in cobwebs. <laughs> this is the beginning. This is the real beginning of the Dungeon of Doom. So this is the beginning of the worst part of 95 for WCW. I, I, I'm out. Fuck. I'm finish this. It's like Sullivan takes off through the crowd like we're all supposed to be scared of some dude on a video screen. Like, get out of Look here. at that guy with the tank top in the gut. <sighs> Which one? Exactly. You get it. It's Florida. Sorry, Florida. There's, there's very little women in there. Have you guys heard? There's not very many. Oh, there's a hippie right there. She's back from Kevin Sullivan's good old days. That's why they put... They, they, they found she remembers that one, Dizzy Hogan. That one woman with the the pink dress, they put her up in front. It's like, we have to have show that there's women here. This isn't... Are you here with somebody? No, uh, good. This is, is god-awful. That and whole it continues on. video package is terrible. Oh, my Lord. Oh. Oh. I feel so going. Great, it's a great show so far, right? <laughs> no. Well, it was until this happened. <laughs> oh, no, like, I remember I texted you guys what I thought about if it was ruined or redeemed, and I'm trying to might go back on what I said. <laughs> God, I hate Peacock and their little commercial breaks in between. Hey, baby. I'll come yeah, see you, baby. Yeah, baby. Bring in some taters. <laughs> Beers and cans. Beers, Beers and cans. cans. Get the cans, up, baby. Yeah. I pour them no, out. No bottles. Beers and cans. No bottles, baby. Oh, here he comes. Look at Hulk Hogan's fucking oh, pants. Dude, I, look how small he can skip leg day. I'd actually enjoy this gear from Macho Man. I believe this is the gear he does wear at uh, Bash of the Beach later on. And he also has a figure in old, that gear. Old uh, San Francisco Toymakers uh, figure. Mm-hmm. There's was there's two versions of it. There's the, the Slim Jim version and there's the black and white. There, I think it's a leak. 38, I Didn't it come say? with like a like rib Yeah, like tape. a rib tape thing. Um, but it was actually pretty cute. Pretty cute figure. I was going to type this promo out, but I was like, man, fuck it, Hulk Hogan. You say so many brothers, I'm not wasting my time. <laughs> you got to save that for the next Sid, Sid interview. <sighs> no, I'm not. You can do that yourself. I'm not doing it. <laughs> fuck you guys. But like, Jimmy Hart is like so mm-hmm. out of place here. I'm, this, I'm really glad for him to join the dungeon. This, this coked out promo is all about putting Angelo Poffo over. Because they're going to use him in the angle. The most weird thing I've ever seen in a promo is about to happen. Oh, His arms are looking bigger, though. He's back on that juice. Look at his legs, legs are looking smaller. Fucking though. tanned evenly, though. Give him that. What is up with these fucking sweat? <laughs> That's why he's champion. I mean, I'm just saying, Terry, I mean, Hulk Hogan's dick doesn't look that big here. Right, Terry's. <laughs> If, if, he were, if, he, if he were wearing sweatpants, on the other hand, the thing would look enormous. <laughs> it gets weirder because Hogan goes. 
He says they they have no idea how many Slim Jims Savage has snapped into. He asked to smell his breath. <laughs> Weirdest fucking thing I've ever seen in a promo. It's coming up here in just a second. <clears throat> how many beers has Hogan had for this? No, uh, cocaine. That's code. It's code, man. Slim Jims. We're an awesome twosome, brother. <laughs> He's still got that Christ around his neck. But on that power. Um, <laughs> that like, does my ass look good? Can I ask you guys a question about Randy Savage? When you think about Randy Savage in your head, do you think about Space Cowboy Randy Savage, or do you think of like you know classic like heel bandana like WrestleMania Five Randy Savage? I personally think of Macho King. Um, I know it was short lived, but I remember as a kid always going back back and rewatching. I had WrestleMania Six on tape. Just that time period as Macho King always stuck with me. I always think of Macho, and it's weird to think of it, but I guess it's like that Hasbro number series number one with the orange tights and the yellow boots. That's the Macho I think. That's of. The, that's the eighty nine Macho yeah. Man Randy Savage. I, I've had this running joke for years that anytime anybody asks me no. what I <laughs> what I want for my birthday, I always say I want a nineteen eighty nine Macho Man Randy Savage birthday cake. That's that's just been my my long running joke, mm-hmm. but. That's that's my internal version of like Randy Savage is like the WrestleMania Five Randy Savage. Um, do you think he started wearing the cowboy hat just to differentiate himself from from Hogan because they they were both wearing the bandana? No, I think it's to hide up his bald, hide his bald spot. Give him a reason to hide the bald spot. Well, yeah, but he was already wearing a bandana. I'm saying yeah, he switched for that. It also I think it also makes him look taller. Yeah, yeah. I, get, I think it more so is the, the taller, and I do think it is to, uh, all three. It's to dif- differentiate himself from um, Hogan and also to hide the bald spot. I'm going to slide this in here. The, that new ultimate Macho Man with the NWO with mm-hmm. the shirt with the bars and like everything on it, it's going to be a badass, badass figure. Yeah. I'm just saying. I'm excited for here we go. Our, our ring black, to get here. Black and white. Here we go, boys. They put this match in black and white, and I actually dig it. It, 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 it works. I mean, I thought I was going to hate it to begin with, but I was like, yeah, it kind of makes sense for what they're doing. I get it, what they're doing. Trying to give it a Legends feel. There's Dick Murdoch, racist Dick Murdoch versus Wahoo McDaniel. Did Dick Murdoch, was he not just in the Royal Rumble? No, it's next year. He's was it next the, year? He's in the 96 Rumble, right? It was this no, year. It was 95. It was? Oh, it was Yeah, because he headbutts, he headbutts Fatu. That's true. And they go, ow. Yeah, because we were like, yeah, that star power they brought in was Dick Murdoch. Because <laughs> yeah. like, doesn't he die like... He dies soon, like I think ninety six. I did not research when he passed away. But but for probably huge in Florida because of racism. (laughs) (laughs) I bet he refused to watch the Harlem Heat match. (laughs) Ah, Boys, I'm gonna go sit outside. Let me know when the bell rings and it's over. Oh, you, oh! Did you also get the uh, bad news that they did uh, discontinue the Chief J. Strongbow figure? I did, I did hear that. Yeah, oh, I'm bullshit. so sorry. I'm so sorry, Travis, that you so won't get your piece of shit figure. If anyone sees one of those, get it because it'll go for like six hundred bucks. All right, I, I'll be I'll be sure to keep my eye out for a Maybe. toy I don't want. Yeah, <laughs> I mean you can make money off of it. You can right? put them with your con. Wahoo McDaniel, definitely the better uh, Native American wrestler of the two. Yes, and he's actually Native American. And we do have uh, Gordon Soley on commentary, which is I, a nice change with him and Bobby. Together, Wahoo is so past his prime here, but it, it is a nice nod to the past. Uh, Wahoo was one of the biggest draws back in the like late seventies and then early eighties. Um, 
huge deal. And um, huge rivalry with Flair. I was say, oh yeah, over the Flair, the Flair uh, Mid Atlantic uh, title. Flair puts him over as being one of the guys that kind of helped get him over as Rick. Look at how many chins he has. Chins connects to his chest. Do you guys think having uh, the idea of having one or two legends matches on this show hurts the show? Like, do you think it slows pace down a little bit? Or I know we just watch that shit show, and this match is better than that match. You know, I I love it in principle, but in practice, it's it is it is a little off putting. I think if you're gonna do it, you should have one match and. You should pick guys that you know like a six that man. have have mark well yeah or something like that. <laughs> I was gonna say that have marquee value and can can still you know put on a you don't want them to be out there very long you know maybe you know a six seven minute match and you know just give the crowd a nice little pop and, and move on. That's My so- God, he looks terrible, but. It looks better black and white. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's it's this. You want, I wonder if that was like Bischoff. Like, man, we can show these old fucks on TV. Put <laughs> <laughs> black and white. These old fucks. <laughs> don't zoom in. Don't zoom in. Oh god. They talk right about it. Do they say every other? I believe Bobby Heenan says this, but every other tooth in, is missing a Murdoch's head. That Indian chop in the Murdoch's head. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> Different time. Well, we got to think though. They also make a joke about getting slammed together here in a second, too. They're getting sloshed, getting drunk. And, like, <laughs> freaking Gordon Zully starts laughing. Dude, they, they, they feed off each other very well. I, it's it's sad that Gordon leaves WCW shortly after well, this. Gordon, uh, Gordon for years had uh, been having a steady you know, decline in... I don't want to say competency, uh, reliability, I guess would be the best way to put it, because his his drinking, he was a legendary drinker back in the day. Like, anytime you saw him on uh, Championship Wrestling from Florida, he was probably smash drunk, but he was so good that you would never know it. But over the years, you know, he got older, and it was harder for him to keep his composure, and, and his reliability came into question. I mean, he was older, uh, and, you know, age gets the best of you, but he... Uh, he just he was he was not the most reliable fellow uh, by this point, uh, which is why they didn't use him on a continual basis because they didn't know if they were going to get professional version or the you know oh the fun drunk uncle <laughs> oh but the way he just slid down the rope was was great uh, Wahoo uh, started losing his hair uh, up on the you know, the crown of his head uh, pretty early on in his in his career. And he would take shoe polish and would, uh, you know, rub over it. And then through the course of the match, uh, <laughs> and then, like the base of his neck, it would just start running. Um, There's just one of those things uh, back then. Uh, you know, tef- it, uh, television was not high definition, so you could you could uh, hide, that you could hide some of those some of those things. But uh, I have a question for you, and you would know this, Brandon. Is Trevor Murdoch actually related to Dick Murdoch? No, you could fool me. Because just looking at them, holy shit, they can be related. They really, they really do, um, and that's why he. Uh, it's like an I, Anderson I, actually, deal. I, I think it was. Uh, it, it was actually Harley uh, when Harley trained. He was like, "God damn, kid, you look just like Dickie Murdoch." I'm gonna call you Trevor Murdoch. Trevor. Trevor's a terrible name for a wrestler, by the way. Uh, by the way, I'm a big fan of Trevor Murdoch. I think Trevor Murdoch has a lot of upside. Uh, probably a little past his prime uh, in terms of you know. Probably shouldn't be the NWA champion. I'm glad he got his moment in the sun, but um, 
but he's coming back like a hell, uh, you know, a man wanting some revenge, giving him a little bit of a heel edge. <laughs> Shut up, Travis. But King Cardone all day, man. Fuck you. I'm saying we'll be. He won't be coming back to face Cardona. I'm saying he'll be. He'll be, be the not, guy. The few. What if he's? Ever. What if he's the one that costs Nick Aldis his match? It's very, with? very possible. I hope he does. And we get Matt Cardona as NWA champ for like a year. Car- Cardona's going to be champion for a while. I can already tell you. Uh, you better be. I'm, I'm hoping this show that uh, that may be coming to our neck of the woods uh, might be. Uh, Ooh. Yeah, that might be a show coming. Uh, NWA Ooh. show coming closer to us than we expect. I'll show you a show. What? 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 Murdoch yells at one point in this match. Yells, "Come on, goddamn you!" <laughs> <laughs> well, that's right up Trevor Murdoch's alley, though. He also sells the chop like a champ. He, he's a, he's definitely doing his job. He's selling his ass off out there. He's having a better showing than he did the '95 Rumble. How dare you? <laughs> that was the best Royal Rumble of all time. So much star power. That's why Hill Crush made it to the final. Jimmy Del Rey was in that Royal Rumble, so you watch your fucking tongue. <laughs> you're the one that said it sucked. You're the one saying that it was. You're being facetious. Saying uh, it was great. Well, guys, can't we just split the difference? And say both of them suck. Like this, this and this sucks. <laughs> this like, is actually an okay match, though. I'll give it that. I feel like they lost the pacing with this. But well, then again, the match before this lost the pacing. This one just kind of ran it out to the parking lot. Is he bleeding? He is. He is bleeding. But it's in black and white, so you can't tell, brother. Can't tell, brother. Did he bust his nose? I, you know, I watched this match once before during when I took my notes. I didn't even realize he got busted open. Mm-hmm. That's uh, the magic of black and white. Why do you think WWE uh, uses black and white so much to cover up the blood when they... Yeah, I hate that, though. Like, I hate when they edit stuff and they make it black and white. I just... Like, you know, oh, I, I watched it when there was blood, damn it. <clears throat> oh, shit. One of my favorite things as a kid, like, uh, on, the, on the TBS show, anytime they would show... This, this is this is cool. Well, oh! oh. <laughs> I feel like you could really get fucking hurt with that. Yep. Yeah. Too. Guys, back then... He, he's fun. telling him, like, y'all got two minutes, let's do this. Like, I, think right, you even, I think you even hear him say that. Say, we're going home. Back, back when See I was, the action pickup? Go on. Back when I was a kid, and on, on the TBS show... If there if there was a match like they would you know for a big show where like somebody got blood, they would show it, but they would put a huge X on the screen, and that felt so dangerous to me because I'm like, oh my god, I shouldn't be watching, I shouldn't this. be watching this, and and now just making it black and white, I don't know, it just sucks all the life out of. Remember it. when they put the X on the TV for when it was what was it, uh, Ron Bass and Brutus Beefcake or something. Yes. Yeah. yeah, I remember. That's <laughs> the build-up. Like, oh, my God, it's too violent. They got him. Told you, he said, we got to go home. Dicky, Dicky, Dicky. I believe I believe it was uh, Bobby Heenan that says, this is the only match that will be in black and white, is what uh, Gordon Soley says. Bobby Quip says, if you have a TV from 1953, there's no sense to even talk to you. Laugh, <laughs> laugh so fucking hard. <laughs> you I like how Wahoo doesn't even slap people's hands when he leaves. You could, but you could tell Bobby was so excited to do stuff with Gordon. Like, oh. you could just tell he was giddy about it, which makes me happy. It's like, you know? did Bobby and him ever do anything before this? Maybe some main events or something like that, Saturday night stuff, but... Like I, I can't remember anything they ever did. I mean, I mean, uh, Gordon had worked with WCW sort of off, off and on for for a few years, but I, I don't know. Hall of Famers. Oh yeah, because the Hall of Fame's on here, and he gets inducted. Yes, he does. And uh, I believe uh, Dick Murdoch was. I have it in my notes who who all the inductees have been in the past few years. I believe he was also in there. Freaking. He looks pretty good. We don't see his bald spot. 
He's got like a weird stretch mark slash scar on his stomach. Uh, I think you're going to say he's got a weird looking fucking nose. You ever seen a dog that like has swallowed bees? That's what, that's what his oh, nose is. Oh, hell looks yeah. Like. Look who it is. God damn. <laughs> Big Mother Brothers, yeah. I didn't really want to touch this one, but it's cool. <laughs> oh, I'm going to touch it. Why is his hand taped? Cut the lights out, Matt. Travis, get your fucking notes out. I know why I did it. I know why his hand was taped. Was it for a Chaf- squad? It's chafing. From from a squad? From jerking off. To uh, David I, Richards, jerking <laughs> squad. He didn't know who David Richards was, but he knew what the fuck to do. Oh, man. <laughs> God. I wish, I wish he would cuss again so he could tell him to stop cussing. <laughs> God, he's super sweaty, too. Why is everybody so sweaty? He's wearing a fucking three-piece suit. Is it, is it the, all the alcohol they drank during the day with the legends? Is it the cocaine? Oh, is both. it all the, the above? Speak, you know, we're talking about... Um, Cocaine use. Gordon Soli uh, being being a lush. Well, Gene Okerlund was, you know, pretty much the same way. True. Uh, do you think they kept them apart to make sure that, <laughs> like, that they would make it through the show? Like, Jesus Christ, we can't have these two alcoholics meet. It's like uh, like two uh, protons colliding. Who was it that, that said that they had a layover with, with uh, Mean Gene Okerlund and he drank the entire... It was a kang, it was Kevin Nash. Talked about him drinking the entire time and Nash is all fucked up. And he's like, I'll see you, Nash. Oh, yeah. And, it's, he, yeah, he, he, and Nash like uh, drove drunk home. Yeah, yeah, he was yeah. so drunk, yeah. I can believe that. I can totally believe that. That's one from that's like uh, it's from a kayfabe commentary yeah, uh, yeah. shooter review. I've, I've seen that. Right now, guys, we're going to get an IWGP World Heavyweight Title oh, match. Oh, this match is actually good too. Well, motherfucker, it's the great Muda defending the title against Paul Orndorff, which we knew who was going to win. Muda looks so fucking cool, but I hate that version of the IWGP title. Yeah, I mean that's that's mm. the so tiny. That's the that's the classic belt. <laughs> I've I've just grown to like the version that Okada has had. It's just a beautiful belt I, to me. I like this belt better than the fucking one that Dan McMahon made. By the way, fuck you, Dan McMahon. You're a piece of shit. Oh, the uh, I have no problem the fucking Optimus that. Optimus Prime title belt. Is that the one that looks like fucking a transformer? Yeah. <laughs> Dan, Dan McMahon belts by Dan, by the way. Um, yeah, I've seen him be a cut. Hey, that a dude, cunt that dude, people. that dude is a total cunt, and he's one of those people. It's like, oh, I have belts for sale, and then people will like post their belts. Like, yeah, I bought this belt. He's like, yeah, you shouldn't do that. You do have the right to sell that belt. Like, do you have the right to sell that belt? Probably not. No. Belts by Dan. Probably not. He's got his heat, brother. Look yeah, how fucking brother. awesome Muda looks, though. I have a huge Muda mark. Dude, uh, he looks so fantastic at, at this show. Like muscular wise, like just the, the look, everything. It's just all gelled together as one. Somebody just posted a picture from the that uh, New Japan Madison Square Garden show, and I didn't realize he worked uh, Liger there. I didn't know that either. Yeah, like in the ring was Liger and Muda. It's like for Liger's uh, farewell uh, tour. Uh, I miss Mr. Wonderful's music. I'm wonderful. Mr. Wonderful. He looks great till he takes the robe off. Oh, where's, I talk about where's that. Where's pretty Paul Roma at? Oh, he got fired. Oh, I know. <laughs> <laughs> we, I, I looked up reason. There was never a reason of why Paul Orndorff was the one to get this title shot. They just threw somebody on the card that was a legend. That's pretty much it. There's that guy again. <laughs> Sorry to say, but that's pretty much it. Savio Vega's cousin, Hector Vega. Racist? No, it's not. <laughs> How do you know his name is Hector Vega? I just thought it was a cool wrestling name. I think I think you're racist. I think you're wrong. I think you're fucking racist. <laughs> WCW. 
<laughs> WCW is currently working with New Japan at this time. Uh, they had just recently came off Collision in Korea. Which they mention on commentary. Yes, they do. Because they talk about it's the single biggest... Uh, like viewing of wrestling, viewing of, wrestling talked, of all time, which we've talked about how yeah. they did. I believe it was like 150 the first night and like 160 something, 67,000 the next night. I'm so glad we didn't cover that, uh, like watch along wise because it's, it's, it's not good, it's not good to watch. I, no. I tried to watch it on YouTube and I was like, I've, uh, like, even the matches that are worth seeing, like the main event, and there, there's some, uh, like there's a Benoit match pretty good. Uh, the, the crowd just zaps the energy completely out of it. I do want to say. Later Muda, where he has the shaved head and the goatee, looks cool. Because for some reason, I just don't like Muda's hair with this gimmick. He, he looks very kabuki-ish. Well, kabuki. Uh, Muda started, you know, losing his hair, so he 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 made the decision to to evolve his character. Which I mean, with absolutely, you've been, you've been a, mm-hmm. a star for as long as as you as he has. I always said you have you have been a star. Um, you don't know that you're a former champion. I apologize. Yeah. You're, you're more of a star than Travis is. But my point is that uh, is you've been a star as long as he has. You know, the key to staying a star is to evolve your character. And and Muto throughout the years, uh, Kinjay Muto, he has the, mm-hmm. you know, the face version. Then he has, you know, the great Muta, the, the heel version. And he's evolved those characters and the traits and the look and everything over the years. And he's kept it uh, relevant. Agreed. I'll give you that. Yeah, because I'm a champ. Like I said, I was mentioning how jacked he is. Like, if you see him, like, if you see him when we originally watched some of that stuff in the early, uh, like, in the early 90s, uh, he he definitely was super athletic. He wasn't super jacked, though. This Muda is fucking ripped. Like, look at his fucking traps, dude. He's fucking huge. Like, he looks like a heavyweight. I think is the point I'm trying to make. Yeah, like, back in his TV title run, he wasn't as muscular. He wasn't as defined. Maybe he found Hogan's steroids. Who knows? <sighs> Well, they they did uh, they did have some matches in uh, in ninety three. Tinker Toys. Yeah, Hogan calls the title as a uh, Tinker Toy. He said it's like a, it's like a trinket. Oh yeah, yeah, I got it. I remember that. Well, now. the belt that I want is the belt that the Great Muta has. The Great Muta, Muta, as he says. Is it surprising to you guys that Muta never really had a stint at all in the WWF? I I mean I kind of find it a little yes. And the reason the the re, well, no, I, the reason that is not surprising is because of how every Asian person who has ever been utilized by the WWF, um, Muda is. I mean, for the longest time, it was Sting was the biggest star who never worked for the WWF, but, yeah. but now it's it's Muda, and presumably that's that will be forever standing now, um, but. Yeah, they could have get, got some stuff out of him, but they would never would have had him like as no, the not. top heel or, or anything. And when they brought him into WCW, like there was a point where like I really thought that they were going to give him a, a run uh, when the stuff was winding down with uh, the JTEX Corporation uh, against Flair. And I think they, they fucked up by not doing that. Yeah. Yeah, and you can tell he was a big part in that time period as well with the Thunderdome match with Sting and Flair versus Funk and yes, Muda. The JTX yeah, yeah, they, it just yeah, You can just tell like it was, they were kind of setting up for that and just never pulled the trigger on it. Imagine Bret Hart versus Muda in 95. God damn. Like, <laughs> I know he did. Oh, God, I can't stop coming. It's so good. Oh, God. You know what? We didn't have Muda in our It's hot and salty. I know. I was just thinking about that because that's what made me think. We didn't have Muda in the draft. Muda versus Bret in my main event sounds so much better now. Well, you know why? Because... He was not technically working. He's not on the roster uh, 
for the companies. They, this is a kind of a one-off. exhibition kind of match. Just because I mean, like he, he technically he has a there, New Japan has a working relationship with WCW, but he's not on the roster. Uh, True. Why didn't nobody draft Paul Orndorff? Could be like because Brandon of, and not use Macho Man or because of, the because of his arm. Oh come on, man! You know what right, would help? You know it help that arm. <laughs> <laughs> A little bit, a little bit, a little bit. Turn your shuffled arm to a rug. <laughs> you killed Brandon. It's a part of David. Watch Muda, watch Muda. Well, let's do. God, man, he, he God, his chest is huge, man. <laughs> he had ten implants or something. I don't fucking know. I, he should have got a fucking bicep in there. <laughs> 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 so the, the the thing about all this is Muda had just actually won the the, the IWGP title. Oh, he received an opportunity for the title against Hashimoto uh, on May third, where he defeated Hashimoto to capture his second IWGP title. When Craig Muda jerks off, which mist does he use? <laughs> green. It's green. You never not use green. The, the red blind. You, right. you can't use red when you're jacking off. That's, well, I, I thought that's it was black. Bad. You could that sends that sends the, all kinds of wrong messages. <laughs> I thought the black one was the bad one. <sighs> Isn't there like a green, what it, what it, yellow, red, and black? I they, yeah, but they all do for different things. But but when but when utilized in sex, they have different <laughs> meanings than wrestling. Whenever he's about to come, he spits the mist in their eyes, and then he comes and leaves. <laughs> That's called a muda. That's a new oh, thing. Oh, I'm coining that. Yeah, I'm coining that. I'm coining that. I'm coining that. <laughs> Who wants to try this, ladies? So I, like, get ready to jizz me. I know, after, after I come and do this. <laughs> When you jizz, you, I love to get see what I'm doing. You, you, you grab some random food color and shoot it while you're shooting your jizz. Is that what you do? Oh, man. No, Jeff, you blow it right in their face. <laughs> you want to win the match or you want to come? Uh, both? <laughs> there you go. Oh, oh, God, Randy shit. Anderson's so much why fun. Would, so, not Randy why, Anderson, Big Patrick. Why would... Why Is he wearing penny loafers? Why would... Paul Orndorff use his tiny arm to fucking <laughs> to fucking clothesline somebody. You know what he probably uses a tiny arm for? Yeah, I have it. Oh. As a dick because it's the steroid oh oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> I have my notes you can tell Orndorff's arm is already starting to atrophy. I swear. Starting. <laughs> I swear fucking Nick Patrick is wearing penny lovers in that ring. Or are those Nike something? I think they're, I think they're Nikes. Oh, Paul Orndorff suffered an arm and neck injury during a wrestling match with Hogan, which I did not know how it actually happened. Yeah, it fuck happened you, with Terry. Hogan. Oh, yeah, that's back in, like, 1986. Yes. Yeah, it was, it, was, it was around that time. It says the injury was left untreated for too long, and the nerve damage caused his right bicep to atrophy. Random fucking crown shot, because he didn't want to lose his spot. His spot. The pain yeah, yeah uh, Orndorff spent time in rehab trying to recuperate from his injured, uh, injured arm to no avail as it appeared smaller than the other one. He didn't want to have surgery because he didn't want to lose money. Then Vader knocks, and then he knocks Vader out and flip flops. His tiny arm. And flip flops. <laughs> Isn't that fucking wild? But, I mean, do you, not, do you think but he, it's not like Arn or Orndorff's a small guy. He's a no, he's no. still really big. Like, do you think when when Orndorff 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 when he when he beat the shit out of Vader Man. while wearing flip flops. Do you think he punched him with his tiny arm? Oh yeah, I, <laughs> I, think, think, I think he hammered I like to him think with so. it. I like to think that as soon as uh, Mr. Wonderful passed away, he went up to the pearly gates and just <laughs> he's like he's like I don't want my arm back. Just leave it like it is. <laughs> what? 
Shut that fucking baby up. Can we tell his kids shut the fuck up? I'll fucking do it. I don't care. I'll do it. I live here. I do it. I do what I want. Hey, stop me. I fucking live here. You don't tell me what to do. I'm a king of Castle Blaine. Special special guest, some brat kid outside the window. Did the, did the cabinet door open on its own, by the way? No, it's been open. It's been like <laughs> you put that Ric Flair in there, bud. My bad. I'm sorry. No, I didn't. Did you not? No, he hasn't no. opened it yet. Motherfucker, was that open the last time we were here? Have we recorded since the Crockett Cup? Yes. Well, I took the belt out of there because I took it to the Crockett Cup. I think you're making observations about things that, like people are listening have no idea what you're talking about. I have two detolfs and they're filled with a, a myriad of things and I've been rearranging because uh, I, I took the 10 pounds of gold out to go to the Crockett Cup and, and now they're... Uh, you act like you haven't had COVID and you just hadn't had time to sit around the house and take you know, care you of know shit. What I didn't leave my fucking bed for a week. You know what's pro- you know what's probably happening here we're not hearing it because there's probably a USA chant in here since you said Florida's racist. You know, look at that. Look at that's probably what's happening. <laughs> so he's choking with the cable, and the, the fucking camera guy is holding onto the cord so it doesn't go. The camera doesn't go flying. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> what do you guys think about these steps being? I think they're in a terrible position. Yeah, uh, there, well, there's a point earlier uh, during the Harlem Heat uh, Booker. T- bo- I mean, uh, nasty boy match. Yeah, and I was like, holy fuck, he's yeah, he like back body drops. So I think it's Stevie Ray. It's, it's, that's what leads to Sherry getting thrown out. Sherry getting yeeted over the stairs. <laughs> God. I think they do it for a reason because they want to make sure when you get thrown over the top rope that you don't land on the floor and it's a disqualification. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, this this match has been good. It's just like there's no backstory. No, to it. that's like, what that's no, what I, just... I tried to look up why Orn Dwarf was. Oh, oh there it is. But like it's, it's kind of like what was that? Uh, Barry Windham versus somebody for the NWA title? Was it Muda? No, uh, Chono. Was, yeah, Chono no, on the show. Chono. It was just like. Why is this on here? Like, there's no reason for it. Well, it's because well, I can. Argue. I don't have time to explain. Uh, now, WCW did a terrible job in explaining, <laughs> but there were reasons behind that. Because at that point, primarily the NWA title was, you know, contested in so Japan. What was it? God, well, damn it! What was what was what was it called? The International Championship. Was that, that was WCW title, right? It was the International Heavyweight title? No, when no, when they had when no. they when the big gold came back, it was it not the international championship? Yeah, one of them was. Yeah, but it became that when, once the it, NWA it, got out of it. Yes, but it was the NWA championship until they did the whole uh, complete split. But at that, at that time, when they had the WCW belt, that kind of looks like the. The one, the, the, the Ron Simmons uh, Vader belt. That whole thing is super damn confusing, and but, somebody did it on a podcast, and they like couldn't keep track. But the the shit. But the NWA title, once they got it back from Flair, was contested almost exclusively in Japan. So yeah, the NWA was dead in America. No one cared about it. <laughs> R.I.P. Seven years ago. <sighs> Thanks, Shane Douglas. Shane Knuckles made the right decision at that point. <laughs> even, even I can't. Even I can't argue. <laughs> Fuck ECW. I had to watch that shit. No, no, don't worry, boys. Ready's coming out. Let's get extremist creeping up, and who's gonna bite the bullet? It's his turn. It's his fucking turn. No. I mean, I'll watch it. <laughs> I don't care. It was fucking terrible. I'll watch it. <laughs> no, I have, I'll watch it. I have I, championship privileges. You have will, to watch it. I will, cut, I will cut another vitriol promo on it, and we'll fucking do it. And then Brandon can just sit there and like cry because it's things he really wants to say, and they're coming out of my mouth eloquently. That's, that's fucking. Well, last time he was so proud of me, he was popping a chub. 
Fun I saw, watching it. I didn't. I didn't get quite like twelve to midnight hard, but I did. I get like I got like out of the shower and the air hits it kind of hard. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh yeah. Like moist. Yeah. A Damn. Moist. Damn. A little, a little humid. Damn. Yeah. You don't want to chase. Boys, this match is really good. <laughs> <laughs> is that what you think of this match, Brandon? <laughs> yep. That was, that was I really, just blew mist on this. You're really. <laughs> you're, you're, you don't understand working over there at all. You, you, I feel like this is a weird mishmash. Like, it's cool that we're getting, you know. Uh, there, Muda. There, there are some random Asian people. They talk about that. They talk about them that they were, the that they are like press from uh, New Japan. Uh, they talk about that later on when I believe it comes to um, uh, Road Warrior Hawk being out there because he is just coming off a stint uh, in in uh, New Japan, which he was also at Collision in Korea. And who, if you believe Two Cold Scorpio, he got the shit beat out of him. Yeah, I don't believe that. No, I don't believe that at all. By the way, I love Two Cold Scorpio. Two Cold Scorpio. He has uh, an Flash. agenda for himself, trying to make himself seem more badass than he actually hey, is. Hey, I'm sorry. Flash, you are oh. so funky. Flash, come on. Flash. Oh. Ugh, I, I want to say action figure. I want to say something bad about this match, and I just can't. Like, the pacing, it's a little bit slower than what we're used to, but so, for a match with no build or anything at all. But it's a title match, and then, like, he's... Like, at this time, Paul Orndorff in WCW is a jobber. Yeah. No offense, but like he he is like he was in a fucking tag team with Pretty Paul Roma. They fucked like, that. They fucked that elbow because he did an elbow drop off the second row. He's lost to fucking Doss Wonderkin. And I think right now too. He's hitting me with his little arm. <laughs> <laughs> I can't not say like see it either. It's the forearm. That's why it's so little. He's beat the meat off his arm. Hit <laughs> 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 people. I beat the meat off of my arm all the time too. Because <laughs> you're a proud member of. Dave, <laughs> there you go. Oh, oh so, man. Have they ever made a Paul Ordor figure with a tiny? No. Oh, no, they're both the same. Look, he yeah. keeps using that fist, though. <laughs> it's a little. Well, his fist is the same size. <laughs> no, not really. Dude, you remember that uh, custom uh, Great Muda we found on Instagram? That was yeah. Custom Ultimate? That was badass. Is that, look, oh god! Another really goddamn pal driver. You can really tell how it's, it's been a yeah, long it's yeah, and we're making we're 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 making fun, but it's not really a funny thing to make fun of. Yeah, it, it's it's really shitty to know that he had to go through this, and his arm, you know, was so weak. It looked, I mean, it looks terrible. He's dead. But, I don't fucking care. But but <laughs> it shows you like his resolve though to keep wrestling with his arm like that, and like you got a mouth to feed. Just man. didn't. I mean, he didn't care. Like got he child was, support to pay, and he still worked at a capable level with it. He, I mean, at, with his tiny arm like that, oh. he's better than probably half the AEW. God, Austin yes. Now. He's better than Sonny Bulldog. Kiss. He's better than I, Marco Stunt. I am better than both of them. <laughs> one, two, he kicks out. It is a arm. shame, though, with all these wrestling companies trying to make figures that no one has signed Great Muda to make a figure. God, there's Super 7. Jesus Christ. He hit him with a very... Could you, could you imagine... You could just interchange the heads his. and have young... Muda and old Muda. I'm, I am. I'm all about that. I, I would right pay. Now. I would pay seventy dollars for your Super Seven figs. And here we, we're getting the finish, guys. He is like far across the room. Look at this beautiful moonsault. Oh, he, fucking and beautiful. He nailed it. Like you, fucking beautiful. When he first jumps. You think he's gonna eat shit, but he makes it. He's a fucking pro. The title felt important here, but it. I just wish there would have been some kind of build to it. I would have been okay if it would have been a Muda versus another New Japan guy. A little, little pissed that there was no mist. No mist at all. Well, he's playing the face. Yeah, that's true. Do you know why I, it just it just dawned on me? Do you know why 
Paul uh, Paul Roma. Fuck. Uh, Paul Orndorff was in this match. It's in Florida. Oh, yeah. ah, that makes sense. Yeah, that's, you're right. That's, that's they you know who they should have booked? Butchery. He was he, over in Florida. He was. He was. He was over in Florida, boys. He was. He was very busy at this Hacks time. Butchery. He was very busy at this time coming up with his plans for Netflix. <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> See, like he knew that. Oh, that was nice. Better than Jerry Sag's stupid elbow. You're stupid. You're stupid. Look at that. Watch, watch, watch the way he snaps. God, that's just so cool. Muda was no fucking awesome, man. No one ever does stuff man. like that anymore, really. Not well, at all. Watch, watch what, what, working? I agree. Yeah. God, and he, he, he protected Orndorff, too. He didn't land right on him. Yeah. Oh, Jeff Hardy. Let's go ahead and get some Jeffing in right now. Jeff Hardy just landed on uh, one of the acclaimed guys, or one of the guys on oh. AEW just... Magnum. How are how are we not talking about what happened with Jeff Hardy at his public appearance? Oh. I'm not quite sure. I didn't hear about this. Oh, so yeah, Conrad and uh, the Asprey oh, Show guys yeah. had uh, a live event. Oh, was this what they were talking about the card, the special card? How he? I guess, but Jeff Hardy was visibly fucked up, and they they had to fucking cover for him. So. I don't know how he got around it, but this pretty much <laughs> made WWE just, look fine. It, I like the ring spinning while he was dancing, by the way. <laughs> As we get a promo package here of Alex Wright and Arn That's Anderson. Arn says, guys your age, call me Mr. Anderson. So he was visibly fucked up at the appearance, and they had to cover They for had us. to cover for him, yeah. I mean, it was like embarrassing. God damn! Look at that. That's a man. Well, like. that just makes WWE look even better for making that decision. Like that they that I mean, we released you now. You've gone off and well, to it fuck just your shows life you up. like what was Jeff Hardy on that they didn't it didn't show up. Is that it. like a rubber band that you tie your arm off no, to do motherfucker. heroin? It's for him to get his fucking biceps like no, that's, camera that, ready. That's if you worked in a show, heroin. Travis, and been backstage, you'd fucking know all the wrestlers. That's a that. heroin tube. You will never. Be champion. How will we champion? You don't understand. Brandon, thoughts on that belt? I know how you feel about it, Bowen. It's, reiterate. I don't. I don't. I mean, comparative to, to newer belts, it's fucking it gorgeous. Looks like a fucking six man world tag title. But it does. It does. Like I, it's. I don't. I don't care for it. The, the classic NWA television title is, is leaps better. And Even the, I actually, I kind of like the one that came after this. Oh yeah, that's what I was about to say. The one that was pretty much synonymous with WCW. I don't like that belt. Ninety seven, ninety eight. Which we, well, I'll talk about that during this match where we find that belt's creeping up. Flair says that he won't be wearing his ring gear because he is going partying after the show. Yeah, this is how they get Flair out of retirement, by the way, because he kept interfering, and they were like, "Oh, we want to wrestle Flair if he's going to keep getting in our matches. Uh, make him out of retirement. That is fucking stupid. So I can beat him it again. Was, it was stupid to reflair, uh, I like that Flair to begin with. I like Hogan. I have Vader woos. I like that Vader's nipples hanging out. Only one. Much <laughs> Hogan. Like, much like uh, Charlotte at WrestleMania. Yeah, uh, you right. Today. <laughs> I haven't gotten to get Vader in a while. Just <laughs> what is up with that purple stripe, Vader? That's, never called that's actually, I, I was going to point this out as well. That's actually the gear he wore on Boy Meets World. <sighs> so terrible. He had to get his belt back from Jake the Snake. In the Boy Meets World universe, uh, Jake the Snake and Vader got to be champions. Well, did he wear like a um, no, he Japanese w- title on Boy Meets World? I don't know, man. I never watched the show. I mean, yeah. The only reason I knew that is because during his Hall of Fame, we've had this discussion. I never watched Boy Meets World. (laughs) Oh, look at Terry. I like like, uh, like, uh, Fred Savage. I don't care for Ben Savage. Oh, there's Doss Waterkin just in the shot. Terry. And then he's like, I'm going to get this again. He said he's going to kick your ass. (laughs) 
me and my friend <laughs> Sylvester Stallone are working on a new movie called Daylight, where I do all the stunts in a sewer. I got a question for you. What was what? Slow your mom's a whore. What, what did Alex Wright uh, say on his uh, little thunder thing? <laughs> Hi, it's me, Alex Wright, the German. And if you want to know how we do things in Germany, we win. I promise. <laughs> Pick me. When? I promise. <laughs> God, those are, those are missing from video games now. We need those two. No, back. we do not. We I, do. Oh, I agree. <laughs> Big T in the house. That's what that meant. Just saying. Just saying. Listen, do you want me to get Tony Norris? I do. I want to open him, Tony Norris. No, do you want me to get Tony Norris for any yes. or not? Yes, <laughs> I do. How hard is Jim Barnett right now? And Alex Ryan said, where's all the ladies? He passed out because all the blood left, <laughs> left his head. He, I have my notes that Jim Barnett can only get so erect. Yeah. Oh, freaking Eric Bischoff has a boner for Alex right during this match. Because like, Jim Barnett says he put my boy over. My okay. boner. My I'm going to feed you lines. Eric, I need you to tell the crowd how great this boy is. Hector Vega down front. <laughs> oh, by the way, this this uh, woman with the like the yeah, crazy hair, shirt, yeah. she looks just like Stuart's mom from Mad TV. <laughs> she does. Stuart. Oh, Gary That's Michael Capetta, Jim Jim Arnett's in his ear right now. He's like, Just see him doing the flim. Tell him to do the dance. Uh-huh, Tell him to make his wiener loose <laughs> so I can see it sling when he I pumps need. his hips. <laughs> I need him to swivel. Swivel his God damn, look at that man. He is a fucking man, dude. Every bit of the word, even though his hair has fallen out like he's 50, he is only like 34 here. <laughs> he's like the same age as us. I know. And he looks more like a man than we ever will. Yeah, you're right. But like, it's weird. Alex Wright does not have wrist tape on in this match. No, he, he never does. Weird. Yeah, but like in, later on, he Early does. on, he does not, which is a big pet peeve of mine. I don't know if we've talked about this enough. Yeah, we've talked I, about the knee pads. I like his wrist loose. <laughs> I like him to have the motion before the match to give me and the Davey Richard jump squall. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Jim Barnett did not say that in 1995. Now you're embellishing things. I don't like it. I'm in the Alex the, Wright the, jerk squall. The ghost of... <laughs> Jim Barnett was in the corner in the video. <laughs> oh, dang. Jerk my it, Davey. Jerk it. There's the belt. It, that looks terrible. Uh, so I like it for some reason. I don't know. Jerk it. Dang this championship jerk belt it. would be used from 1992 until later on this year in 95. When I think of that belt, I think of uh, Regal. Uh, Regal. That's what I think of. Regal is the one I think more of it. Going into this match as well, Alex Wright is undefeated. Hmm. And on top of that, we are finally past this Johnny B. Bad feud. So that's always they, something to be positive oh, Johnny about. Johnny B. Bad sucks. So good. <laughs> Even though I just bought a Johnny B. Bad figure while we were in Nashville. Oh, yeah, you did, didn't you? I forgot <laughs> oh, about that. Oh, my God. I, yeah. <laughs> Old uh, original San Francisco toy makers. Which version did you get? The white, white, white You blue. were there. I don't remember. I remember he got it, but I don't remember which one, because I know there's a variant. You need all the giant people. No, no, I, no, I got it because it's in such great condition. Isn't it black and red? The one I got is white and blue. No, white and blue, variant. and then there's a black and gold. It might be gold. Black I know gold. it's black. I know like the main part of his gear is black. Well, I, I know it's know got that. tassels on his ass, and it works out. And it says... I feel like Man. I will feel like <laughs> that Arn Anderson's enforcer uh, stitching looks like shit on the back of his tights. It looks like a fucking uh, 
person with cerebral palsy did it? Oh Whoa, my God. God. What the fuck? <laughs> That's a market that we haven't even tried to get. <laughs> and he almost showed his dick. Did you see that? Burn. When you go out there. Pull his tights. Wrench down on his tights. Daddy's the, gonna see it the tonight. The crowd will go wild. <laughs> I will go wild. Once again, on my notes, I have Jim Burke. He's, He's, He's working for a crowd of one. Does, uh, does like, C. Alice and, like, Dick Pills exist yet? Uh, I don't think so. I like to think so. Forty goat weed is this. <laughs> Go to the gas station, get you a stimulant pill in the lockbox. <laughs> Jim Barnett, he knows he, can't, he has to be good at work, so he keeps. He has cigarette burns. On, oh. He has cigarette oh, burns on his just, wrist. Where, oh, I, like, drop I like how Arnold was like, where did he go? I gotta take a rubber band and a pencil to get it. <laughs> to say no. <laughs> they call this a hornet. <laughs> <laughs> Those things fucking hurt. <laughs> I knew exactly what a hornet was. <laughs> Ran the shaft. Where the shaft involves me. That's how you get it going. That's what they get. You know, he keeps that. I promise. The little quaff of hair in the front's what tickles it. And it gets it erect. <laughs> and then Barnett's just. Barnett's why he's doing that. Barnett's watching that stupid video of like the, the friggin' polygon dancing like. <laughs> <laughs> My boy. Hey, Alex Wright. We love you. Yeah, please be I promise. <laughs> no, you gotta put the. It's the promise. Promise. I promise. Oh, beautiful Insegiri. <laughs> the shitty thing is, we're shitting on this. It's actually a it, great this, match. This is probably match. Could be match of the night. We we've we've become big fans of uh, Alex Wright, and it goes without saying well, that art see, is a you know we we joke master. about the whole Jim Barnett thing, which is a real thing that Jim Barnett had a super hard on for fucking Alex Wright. But it's hard not to say the guy is super athletic. He's he's eighteen years old. He he looks fantastic. So it's legal. Yeah, well, it's, and here's, it's always a plus. Here's the other thing too: is like Bobby Heenan's like borderline, you know, make fun of him. But like they put over his dad, they give his lineage in this match, like all that stuff. Bischoff is super o- over on him, like in this. Well, match. I mean, to their credit, they are legit trying to make a star. It just it's a shame that they kind of just give up on it. Well, and that's what I was about to say. Like when I think of Alex Wright, I don't think of this Alex Wright, which is a shame. I think of the '97 Alex Heel. Wright where he's with fucking Disco. And they're the what the Watch boogie this. nights. He's gonna go for another insecurity here. Disco nights. Look at that! Oh, dude, and he started that. He was the best wrestler in Europe, and they started beating European jobbers. And, and here's the thing: Alex Wright is a great worker, but the gimmick they have given him is not a gimmick yeah. that they, is, go, is going to make people like him. They as a painted baby him face. into a corner with it. Well, if he just started out like this <clears> and then <throat> became. More aggressive or Here, ditch the dancing. Or here's something that you could have done, and I'm not. I'm just going to use like Flair or Vader as as an, an example because I mean at this point you couldn't really put him in there with someone like that. You could, but it wouldn't make a whole well, lot of sense. With this guy in the bottom left, you see him. He's like, yeah. let's take him. My boy. It was like Nick Kroll like trying to do a freaking impression or something. It's the douche. <laughs> um, but like you could put him in a situation where. He has to fucking tough not not be not even really if that's right we're toughing up but he has to get fucking oh points he has to get tough he has to get rough to to make make sure he can win a match get and that tough. Would, this boy's had enough <laughs> Hey, you see where he pulled his tights down again? Sure, his tidy whities just oh, a little God. bit. Oh my God! I can only get somewhere. I wish these monitors were bigger. You you mentioned something too about about them um, STF. 
Uh, you mentioned though about how he can't he can't look the hook the leg. You mentioned though about everyone putting him over. Mm. Bobby calls him a young athletic punk, but he puts him over in the process of call, shit talking him. So Bobby yeah. keeps keeps the heat of him being the heel, but also makes him look like a bigger star. He, he, he does make fun of his dad, Stephen Wright. He's like, who who do you ever be? <laughs> <laughs> He's like, who's Stephen Wright? He also He's says, a hilarious comedian. Very he, dry. He also says he still Steve has Wright, that Wright. greasy kid stuff in his hair. <laughs> oh. Is he talking about Jim Barnett? <laughs> it's I mean, literally it made of kids. <laughs> kids, my boy. Seriously, Alex Wright, please be on the podcast. <laughs> please give us. We, we are. We make. We make jokes, but man, you have been. A no, joke. seriously, we are. We are. Dude, he is Jack now. Like that picture we saw him. Like he. He's probably. What? He's only what? Probably like 40s, 42, 43, maybe. He's eighteen and ninety-five. Not eighteen, nineteen, ninety-five. So what's that? Thirty years. So he would be. He'd be like, about forty-five. 48, something like that? 48, I, mean, like, I mean, to put that in perspective, uh, AJ Styles is, what, like 44? Yeah. Like that's it, so. This one to kid. <laughs> NWA. Come back in Berlin with the wall. Watch this. We, we need a, we need Damn. A, we need a NWA European Championship. Have him defend it over in Germany. What about Nick Aldis versus Das Wunderkind? That would be kind of cool, actually. Das Adult. <laughs> that looks right. <laughs> oh! I'm win the 10 pounds of gold, I promise! <laughs> Pee Wee Anderson doesn't get enough credit as a great referee as well. This is the German. <laughs> Alex Wright. Uh, uh, Alright, real talk. Alex Wright, what's it going to cost to get you to recreate that promo, <laughs> but to, to skew it to be about our podcast? You're going to like this, product, this podcast, I promise! <laughs> Dude, I, you know what? If he were to do that, if he was to do I'd that, give I would put... $22. I would put... <laughs> I would put that in front of every single episode with no shame whatsoever. I promise. Look at this arm. Speaking of which, guys, we, we were uh, trending once again. We were uh, in the top, I uh, believe, what, the top 150? Yep, we got up. I think this last episode got up to in the 110 area, I think 109, something like that. The one before was like 101, 103. So we're trying to get back to inside that top 100. My goal would oh, um, like to get back to that. Slambury 95 is going to be the one that puts us over the top. You don't no, fucking know no, one, no one covers this show, so fuck you. We may be on a hidden market here. I'm just saying, <laughs> my goal would be for the, us to get The market for Alex Wright is very fucking thin, and we're no going to snag that market. No one covers podcasts about anal leakage either. There's a, there's a if reason. We, if we could get back to the top 75 or break into the top 50 at least once, I... I would I would love that, but like top seventy five. I mean, I'd love to get a blowjob from Bonnie Lasseter right now. But <laughs> I mean, distance, there's storms in North Carolina. Don't dis- say that. Distance, distance is preventing that from occurring. Just making sure the corn doesn't go everywhere. <laughs> oh, it will. I'll also shout out real shuck, quick. Shut that corn. I, I did. I did do this beginning of a podcast, but a shout out to the Wrestling Purist podcast for having me on to do uh, WrestleMania nineteen. 19. Had a good time with those guys, by the way. Uh, I was on there for WrestleMania Nine. I, I uh, bro- uh, got to talk about Nathan Jones and call him a uh, dick with shoulders because that's all he was. <laughs> uh, Nathan Jones was in. Watch this! Watch this! God damn! Oh, I love that spine buster. Beautiful. God. Nathan Jones was in Mad Max Fury Road, so he has redeemed himself. In he was also in, in the WWA. He was in also in the Condemned. No one cares about that. He was in the Condemned. Also, also, no one cares about the Condemned. Condemned was not a bad movie. <laughs> uh, yeah, the first time I saw it when it was called. Ice T movie, the title I can't remember. True, <laughs> but but, but Eddie, the game. But Eddie Eddie's going to be on their podcast again coming up, aren't you? Yeah, I have. Uh, I don't know if they've released what it's going to be, but I will. Uh, I'm going to be doing Takeover Dallas, where Nakamura took on Sami Zayn. 
And then I will be doing, uh, maybe a couple weeks later, I will be getting a head start on WCW 2000. I'm going to do Slamboree 2000. Jesus Christ. Which is triple cage. Slamboreed out. It's triple cage, baby. I get to see David Arquette. Cool. Yeah, they, great. Cool. <laughs> Jeff Jarrett. He played Gordy Boggs, a.k.a. The Law. <laughs> <laughs> but shout out to those guys. Jeff for that pyro. The, their po- it, was, it was cool being on the podcast, but I've never done any other podcast, but one with uh, Brandon, and Ed, Brandon and Eddie, so it was... I didn't uh, shame the podcast at all, so we did good. I don't care. You say, you say <laughs> terrible things about podcasts. Oh, I said terrible things about you on the podcast. I know. I know. On their podcast. That's cool. You and Jeff would get along, though, because y'all both hate modern day wrestling at all. Ball. He hates Shawn Michaels, and I take offense to that. Well, fuck, you know what? That sounds like good people to me. <laughs> he hates AEW, too. God damn. <laughs> we just become best friends? That's what I told him. <laughs> he has a new karate in his I asked you if you guys were the same person. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, this is this has been a great match though. Just telling a good story. Arn just having that old school style. He's he's a great seller. He makes everything Alex Wright does like everything he's doing in the ring means something. There's no wasted movement. And you know what? Something else we haven't, <coughs> haven't given a lot of credit for on this is Eric Bischoff is not bad at commentary. No, he he, he actually calls the match and he feeds off of Bobby. Well, he's not. He's not Tony Schiavone, but he oh, he I, does do a good job. I think in comparison to like the say you know the the Shawn Michaels Vince McMahon oh, yeah. commentary that we had been used to for a while. The uh, HB Kid, you mean? HB Kid, I apologize for <laughs> not getting the vernacular correct, but snap suplex. Look at that bridge. That was nice. Then he got out. He's of all leg, man. That's what I can. But by by virtue of just being. Any amount of good will, you know, be seen like an improvement. I, I'm, I'm subtly shitting on Bischoff. I, I think yeah. he's fine, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't call him great. Yeah, I mean, I, I think he did a good job on the show. Um, some of his Nitro stuff later is worse, oh, but like he's actually page. trying to call this like a nice wrestling two, show. Oh, the finish of this match is so iconic. And I love it so much. And I feel like oh, thumb to the eye. I there. feel like what like FTR have have stolen this finish for this match. We'll probably have, of course they. Of course they, they have. They're they're, uh, they're Arn worshippers. I mean, Here shit. Comes. I mean, they they probably uh, talked with Arn. They probably they about finishing. Here it comes. Here it comes. They probably wanted Arn. Goddamn genius. They probably he wanted Arn as their manager instead of Tully. Which Tully's new faction trash, Two, by the way. Three. Great match, guys. Oh, Brian Cage and two other people. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. That's pretty much it. And they weren't even on Dynamite this week after they started a new one. Ah, but God, Arn Anderson with the win. Yeah, it, great match though. Arn looked like a fucking looked fucking great. And Alex Wright selling that DDT. I being delivered his first loss. Mm-hmm. Yep. yep, he was yep. undefeated to this point. And look, I mean, they made him. He looked, he looked great out there. And I would have been if they weren't doing this whole fucking thing with the Renegade right now. I would much rather have seen Alex Wright with the TV title than the Renegade. Oh, fuck well, geez, yeah. <laughs> fuck the Renegade. Would you like to say any other obvious things like the building we're standing in? Look, oh, oh, in the ceiling. Like, yeah, look bad. His look, fucking head, look bad from that angle, but. Oh, that's how Jim Barnett wants him. Oh, Flat on his back. My boy. My boy. Double A, baby. <laughs> Double A. All right, guys. We're going to stop right there. We're at 124.33.
And we're going to just take a quick break, guys. No, we're not. We're at 124.35. Oh, well, I apologize. 124.35. Bring the screen. Well, well, well I apologize bitch. because I have my notes when to stop it. Well, and Brandon couldn't stop it well, fast well, enough. Well. So, okay, guys. want to be assholes <laughs> about it. <laughs> fucking Brandon can't hit a fucking button the right time. We're going to take a quick break from our ads because fuck Travis. <laughs> and when we come back to you guys, we'll continue this episode. Hey, man. Here's Alex Wright, the German. If you want to know what the Germans are about. Pick me, and you're going to have a hell of a victory. I promise! Next Generation Wrestling brings some of the most talked about and star-studded professional wrestlers from around the world. Based out of East Tennessee, NGW is becoming one of the most sought-after independent wrestling promotions in the past four years. Witness NGW Live or on demand on the High Spots Wrestling Network streaming app. Follow us on social media platforms at NextGenTN. Oh, hello. Do you know about Project Louder? Well, let me tell you. Project Louder is home to 16 of the finest podcasts a nerd could possibly procure. They have a show for everyone. Whether you're into horror films, modeling comics, 90s kid shows, or that weird tentacle-filled subgenre you search for at 3 in the morning. So head on over to projectlouder.net and treat yourself to something truly exquisite. Recording live from the Black Lodge, it's me, the free will burning, head turning, ass kicking, machismo dripping, master podcasting mouthpiece of the Southeast, Brandon A. Lane, host of the Rants from the Black Lodge podcast, with a message to all you WrestleManiacs out there in podcast land. Now, once you've jerked the curtain of the uncontested heavyweight champions of podcast, Wrestling Ruined, well, I hope you'll jump ship and check out the incredible in depth movie retrospectives and interviews with Cast crew of all your favorite horror films only at the Rants from the Black Lodge podcast. You can find us on social media at Rants Black Lodge. Check out our homepage at JuicyKruger.com and we're available on all major podcasting platforms. And oh yeah, don't be a jabroni. Check out all the great content from Wrestling Ruined or you'll be the one doing the J-O-B. Goddamn boys. Those ads. Fuck yeah. <laughs> I promise. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit, guys. So we were at 124.35. Yeah. Very good. <laughs> we're going to start back, guys, at 3, 2, 1, play. That's what I get. Oh, Eric Bischoff, we're going to back here. Him and Bob here? You know. Bobby looks so disinterested. I don't blame him. It's not drunk enough yet. Well, I mean, so, somebody had to be sober on this broadcast. I mean, you know, with Mean Gene, Gordon Sully. They're doing belly button shots off fucking uh, <laughs> the man with no name. And his Grace Sweat Joggers or whatever he had on. Oh, man. Break the chains, buddy. <laughs> Break the chains. Jim, Jim Barnett's like, oh, my boy. Oh, he's back there consoling Alex Ryder right now, oh, rubbing those shoulders down. Your head hurt my boy. I'll show you which head doesn't hurt my boy. My boy. My he's like, boy. Mr. Barnett. <laughs> Get down. <laughs> I promise. 
I don't want to get a push. What do I have to get? <laughs> what do I have to do to get a push? I'll do anything. I promise. <laughs> promise. Mama, you're going to have to blow me. <laughs> no. <laughs> and that's why he was rookie of the year for only two years in a row. Not three. That's why I was putting the tag team. Well, just go Inferno. Buff Bagwell, on the other hand. <laughs> Marcus Alexander Bagwell. That's how he got that spot. <laughs> got a bagger going Our up. next match is Ming versus Road Warrior Hawk. The most Special ran- surprise bonus match. Most random shit ever. No one wanted to see this. This has been promoted throughout the show as a special surprise bonus match. They said it enough to make it seem like it's something big, even though this match is complete dog I shit. I mean, listen, if if properly promoted, I, I could get behind the idea on paper of these two fucking hosses going at it. In practice, on the other hand, their styles are completely adverse to one another. No um, no kid is sitting there watching the main event on a Sunday night. Hawk runs up and just blasts Ming from behind. He's like, Dad! Dad! <laughs> I gotta, gotta see if Hawk and Ming are gonna sort this thing out on Slamboree! It's people Dad! Like, people like you is why they only had 110,000 buys. Dad! <laughs> They'd be like, who the fuck is Hawk? Who the fuck is Ming? Who's Ming? What, what is life? Colonel Parker said Ming would take on anyone anytime. So that's the reason why Hawk attacked him after his match. <laughs> well, so Hawk was just standing in the back with his gear on like, well, fuck it. I guess he was, get, he was getting a payday. Gotta get that payday. He was getting a payday no matter what. <laughs> He's got his WWF spikes on, by the way. What a brush. He had been in, he'd been tagging with somebody in uh, New Japan. Uh, Power Warrior? Yeah. Was this his, was it? Kenzo Suzuki? Kenzo Suzuki? Or, I don't know. Isn't that the, isn't that the guy from uh, <laughs> on SmackDown? <laughs> the, 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 with the Rene Dupree? It was like a Hirohito... Uh, uh, I think it was with the Rene Dupree, if I'm not bad. That's so stupid. Cool. Why'd you bring that up? <laughs> <laughs> you killed him. It was a great tag team. Oh, I do man. like Hawk's t- uh, tights here, though. I don't Change of pace here. Besides everybody wearing fucking jogging pants in WCW because Hogan's taking all the cash. Man, this is this this is this is not a, an event. This is not a black yeah, tie affair. This is not a black tie affair, sir. This, this is this is like a pajama party for men. <laughs> not gonna touch it. Not gonna touch it. Gonna let it go. Oh, you're gonna touch it. <laughs> my my yeah, exactly, Kenza. Kenzaki. It's the same guy, I'm pretty sure. Oh my god, somebody made a custom Power Warrior figure. As they should. Oh, no, never mind. It's not the same guy. It's, it's Kens- Kensuke Sasaki. Yes. Oh man. The, no, it's like the, the King of No Cells. The, the fifth uh, oh! pile driver on this show. King of No Cells. He is a. He held all three of um, major titles: IWGP, Triple Crown, and GHC. I think they really dropped the ball here without having his Bond gimmick continued. God, they, they dropped that so bad, man. He, he he looked like a fucking star, and I, I Haku Ming, you know, whatever you want to call him, he he's been unfortunately given the worst positions in wrestling. In terms of like how he's presented, because legitimately he could probably fucking kill anybody in this arena, you know, with one hand tied no his back. Mm-hmm. Uh, and same thing with Hawk, legit, legit badass. So I mean, like on paper, like this, this could be fucking tremendous. But 
they don't do themselves any any favors by dressing Ming like uh, like a, a, like a he looks like a jobber. Well, I don't know that I go quite that far, but he's, he's dressed he's like Mister Fuji from nineteen eighty. No, a little bit further. Yeah, I mean, that's what Mr. Fuji wore, freaking black jogging pants. <laughs> and he worked at a movie theater. <laughs> oh, man. God. Eric, Tell me I'm wrong. Eric Bischoff, Eric, Eric Bischoff says, here is a match that would be a main event anywhere else. Is that a true statement? Liar. Fucking liar, Timmy. Almost anywhere else? No. As in, like... ECW? Uh, yes. Uh, like, APW out of uh, Morristown, Tennessee? Absolutely. You know You know what else? You know who else Ming reminds me of in those pants? The Great Kabuki. Great Kabuki is... What was, the, what was the one that came into the WWE? Ooh. It wasn't Kabuki. It was what? It was Kabuki. It was Kabuki? Yeah. God, he was just so bad shit. In, like, 94? Yeah. It was, was Kabuki. Terrible. But, yeah, he was. Oh, that was... Was that the Rumble? Yep. Him and Tenru. Tenru. Yes. yes. Because Tenru had his wrestling company going well, on. Well, I mean, time. you got to think like the Great Kabuki. That was like a decade before that was his was his era. Uh, oh, just look, look, look at Hulk like no sell stuff. Well, that's all he ever did. I'm surprised he's selling oh, this much. Oh shit! Was <laughs> a form to the face. Like, he's like, give me two cold Scorpio. He had a, son he, of a bitch. He had a huge pop when he came out. I mean, he had that Road Warrior pop, but they, the they, they, they are money as a team. They are not money in singles. No. Hey, I'm. Hulk, Hawk could have been in the in the eighties. I, I was getting ready to to piggyback off that. There was a point uh, around like nineteen eighty six where they were doing the uh, Great American Bash tour, mm-hmm. and like Flair was defending like the title for like fourteen nights in a row, and he ended up losing the title to Dusty. But the biggest fucking gate aside from the show with Dusty was his shot against Hawk. Hawk. And there was a lot of internal talks, like shit, like you know, we could, pro- like we, money. we could probably do something with this. But they they also were scared, like, well, if we break the, the road warriors up. up, like you know, that's lose that, that money. Yeah, so it's it's you, better to keep the package than well, the risks, you know, losing it. Who do you think is the better was the better worker of the two, Animal or Hawk? Oh, f- fucking Animal was the better oh, yeah. worker, but in, in terms of like entertainment value, uh, Hawk all the way. And Animal wasn't terrible on the mic, but Hawk was just, I don't know, he had his, his stick down Hawk, Hawk better. Hawk handled his cocaine God. better. Let's put it that way. Oh! And he stayed in better shape. He, he went to go chop him, and he fucking just smacked him right in the fucking jaw. No lie. Animal got a little tubby. Yeah. Well, I mean, McGee. It's that roadware money. <laughs> That's what happens, Travis. You don't understand where Well, then, like, that that was what the detriment. Oh, great. This match, special attraction, ends in a double count out. Well, um, you're going you're gonna to see a familiar face here come out here in a second. And I want to see who, if you guys realize who it is. Look out, please bear horse. The crowd's coming out. They're breaking it up. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Where, uh, there's, like, a knockoff of Zubaz. Oh, my God. Everybody's got mullets. Was there a perm? Right yeah. over here to the right, you're going to see who's holding uh, Ming here in a second. I'm trying to see. I'm trying to see. Oh, my God. It's Phineas Godwin. That's exactly what it is. Or, sorry, is it Tex Tennis Sal- Night? Tennis Night. Look, yeah, Tex Salinger yeah. or whatever? Or no, the Tex two? Salinger was Henry Garwin. Uh, uh, oh, oh, my. Uh, Shanghai Pierce. Shanghai yep. Pierce. Yep. There you go. But, yeah, he's getting ready to become a Godwin, man. Not, not too far from this. I'm going to mess with a conjure God, why has everybody got ball? mullets that are so, like, Because, goddamn, Travis, perfect. it's 95. Like, even Ming's, Ming's mullet. Ming's mullet. Yeah. Listen, say something Ming. to Ming about his fucking mullet. The, is, <laughs> <laughs> is that El Dandy? No. no, no, he he, he is a jobber though. As, that's just that's just a dandy. <laughs> that's, 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 that's Hector. 
<laughs> that's not El Dandy. That's the Dandy. <laughs> to, doubt, to doubt El Dandy. <laughs> oh shit! The bell rang. And he says, "Fuck terrible. you." This match sucked. The match sucked, but the but the aftermath, you know, the chaos was no. the, the, the the very least no. uh, was. They got they fucking got the nope. crowd up a little bit. Yeah, you know what else got up? Nobody's dick because that match sucked. Jim Barnett was like, "Oh my boy!" Oh, he was up in the back trying to talk to Alex Wright. Since he came back through the curtain, you okay? Look at Heenan's excitement level just through the fucking roof. So the WCW had their own Hall of Fame, and they would induct people through Slamboree as a Legends reunion. That's the whole pitch of this show. And the the first thrill, the first three years of it. Super Brawl next year, actually, they bring back the Battle Bowl with Lethal Lottery in 96. Ugh. Ugh. DDP wins. They give DDP a run. Sting on the cover. The, yep, him and Flair. Yep, he's a gorilla. He, he works uh, the Giant, I believe, in the main event of that one. I think that's yep. Fla- Flair is in the turn. I think he's teamed with Savage, and they, because of God forbid, in Lethal Lottery, you have two two enemies team up together by random. <laughs> Lethal, Lottery, Lethal Lottery is dog Battle shit. Battle Bowl is stupid. Yeah, God, hell yeah, Gordon Sullivan. So the 93 inductees. Look how drunk he is. Oh, he is so hammered. Where am I? Uh, The 93 inductees were Luthez, Vern Gagne, Mr. Wrestling 2, and Eddie Graham. Yeah, I mean, all absolutely deserving. Uh, The 94 was Harley Race, Ernie Ladd, The Crusher, Dick the Bruiser, Ole Anderson, and The Masked Assassin. Uh, Jody Hamilton, yeah. All all deserved. Uh, this year, you, you will see, but I'll go ahead and kind of tell you who you get. You get Wahoo McDaniel, Dusty Rhodes, mm-hmm. Antonio Inoki, Terry Funk, Big John Studd, and Angelo Poffo. No. Well, one name doesn't kind of go with well, this. Well, and I don't want to shit on Angelo Poffo, who, who was a, a big star. Memphis area. Yeah, in the, uh, in the Tennessee. He, and they, they were really doesn't fit with... WCW-esque either. I think they tried to capitalize, and this is real probably shitty for me to say, they tried to capitalize on the fact that he passed away. Yeah, he died in before, March. Yeah. Before this. Which is nice of them to do. I get that. We also get a cameo from my young uh, Rhodes son here in a little bit. Yeah, That's right, we do. Uh, but the, the whole Angelo Poffo thing, it's one of the reasons that Randy left the WWF, because he wanted... Uh, th- them to do uh, like a tag match or something. I don't remember the exact details, but they had this this opportunity to do it, and the they fucking shot it down. And by they, evidently it was Kevin Dunn. I don't know that one hundred percent, but that seems to be the purveying rumor. And then wasn't Randy pissed that they had a Legends Battle Royal and didn't invite his dad? That's to? that that may have been what I'm referring and, and to. And then that, but that was before all that happened. I thought that was. Well, early, I don't maybe know. I, I know that's it. Was, it may have been a a, a buildup of situations. I'm thinking of this right now, right? As as the, we were kind of talking about Angelo Poffo because he's the one that kind of is kind of out there a little bit on on this list. We'll talk about it when he comes out when they induct him here. You know, they could they could have done something with Jerry Lawler at antagonizing Angelo pa- Angelo Poffo. Absolutely, they and then have. Macho makes a save, and you already have a match right there. Macho, Macho and, and Jerry Bowler. Yep. You know, and 
you can. I mean, they would have never. They would have never have told this story. But going back to like the the, the, Memphis. the Memphis, you know, in Tennessee days, uh, the Poffos ran what at the time would be considered a mud show, an ICW. outlaw show, and uh, they called out Lawler on their fucking program every fucking week to put themselves over. Um, Had some dapper man there. Look, he gets a butt plug. <laughs> Gordon Sully does a really great job of inducting each person. I do believe too that this is done in very well, like very tasteful, where everyone they're very grateful. They they don't ramble on. This is not a Mr. T thing. They get their thank yous in and they move along. It's a piece of the aggro crack. Oh yeah, dude. Yes, <laughs> fucking global guts reference, dude. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Well, Good day. I don't. I don't. Fuck approve. you, Brandon. It was, it was Michael Malley. Snick. Yeah. I don't like. No. The, I don't. I don't like that woman. Thanks, Mike. I don't like the referee woman. I don't. So like you her. know the show. I do know the show, and I don't like her. He likes super guts or global no, guts. I don't like guts at all. I like double dare. I'm cool. <laughs> double dare. You like Mark cool. Summer. I like Mark Summer. Mark Summer is cool, but he bumbled this damn hall. Do you remember the show? What What would you do? On uh, Nickelodeon's Mark Summers, and like people would open up a fucking door and they get pied in the face and shit. No. Yep, no, because I, I was an adult. When that no, you fucking liar. <laughs> you liar. <laughs> Gordon does do a great job here. Like, I mean, you could tell he genuinely when, when he knows about every one of these. When people. he talks about Dusty, it is it is very heartfelt. Like, it's very genuine. Shit, Dusty made them all famous. I mean, huge money, money uh, in Florida. He he's got a good little speech about every one of them coming in. Like Terry Funk's one, he's he's good on. Like he even talks about With how the to- that- it's being told and says it's the it's the most beautiful uh, uh, cradle that he's ever seen or something like that. When he, when he won the NWA title, did he say something about he had like he now he takes on some extreme exploits or something like that? Like he, I believe he, he does say he, something. He like does that. give a little rub to ECW. Without calling him out, and then he talks about Japan. He talks about him. him he and doesn't his mention he doesn't mention ECW, but he does talk about the shit he's doing in Japan. Yeah. So he says something like the extreme stuff he's doing in, in Japan. He, he does mention that him and Dory are the only two brothers at the time that were NWA champion. Like yeah. he brings up Dory and he brings up his dad. Uh, Terry well, felt like a star in that pitcher there. They just had for him. By the way. East Texas State is that where they they played football? Uh, that's where like half of these people. They all had East came Texas State. From. No, like we don't know if this is actual real school or not. <laughs> they, they look like they just found that podium in the back, though. Look at the chips and shit on it. Like, oh, let's just roll this well, out there. This, is, this is in high def. I mean, this is St. Petersburg, Florida. This is probably quality for them. I've been to St. Pete. I at least live not too far from St. Pete, and you're correct. <laughs> I'm sorry that you about know. everything we've talked about Florida. You're correct. Eddie said Florida's a shithole, dude. It is. You know, oh, whoa, move back to Florida. Whoa. Quote me on that. Orlando. This is uh, nice. No. I'd go back for I'd go back for uh, gotta love Terry Funk t shirt or something. Probably not now that we used to because no. it's not because he's me. He should have wore a yellow rose on his lapel because then he could have been the yellow rose of Texas. No, it's David Von Erich though. God damn it, Travis! Step on my fucking lines. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Fuck! I'm about to put. A, I have nothing to bring I'm this about, fucking podcast. I'm about, to put you, I'm about to put you in the fucking cloth. You'll shut your mouth. Yeah, on this dude. <laughs> <laughs> Like, like, I don't think like, this is like, how it works. Like mother, like father. Like, like, like son, that's what I meant to say. Listen here, you Canadian cuckster. <laughs> Terry Funk is going to stick that up someone's ass. I'm pretty sure he did. Forever! <laughs> Do you see that? Ever. Did you see that junk shop, junk, shop, junk shop dog is making that figure? The like, forever figure? Yeah, the forever's going to have like the bloody variant with the bloody face. Or Wait, wait, wait a minute. <laughs> They're making a, a like Terry Funk retirement speech yeah. figure. Yeah, holy fuck! But it's, like, money. it's like it's in Hold the up, uh, climate, it's climate. in the uh, the form of the old pop, puppy figures. 
Like, uh, uh, I mean, that's the only thing, but it, it looks, it's got the bloody variant where he has the stuff. I think I sent it to the group one day. No, you did not, Travis. We're fucking fig marks. No, you are. It, you it, are, too. If, uh, if this were, like, an ultimate figure, I'd buy that fucking, like, day one. <laughs> day one. <laughs> no. There it is. Oh, that's so fucking cool. If you scroll up, there's a bull Nakano, too. You showed us the bull Nakano. I remember that. That's the bull. I do remember the bull Nakano. Hell yeah, Terry, you wear that headband. Bull Nakano's hot. Not really there, but like now. <laughs> she is actually a very attractive lady now. But yeah, she has a, bigger thighs, and I and I love a woman with big thighs. See, there she is now. Hold her figure. There she is. Do, 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 do. And there she is on the boat having fun. Oh. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why that <laughs> She is. I'm not lying. What the fuck? Like, you know what? She looks like a cat and smelling her food. Like, if we break this podcast down, we do so much shit that these the people who are listening don't they don't they have no point of reference for it, and they just hear us laugh for like five or six minutes. This podcast sucks, <laughs> and it's all Travis's fault. You a bitch. Everybody loves this podcast. Angelo Poffo. I mean, what would you Angela, say? Angelo Poffo was in the the uh, the uh, Guinness Book of World Records for having done the most crunches, or the something? most sit ups or push ups. I can't remember, but it was like a ridiculous amount. Get your belt buckle. That's the uh, yeah, like they go through hit like not a shit on Angelo Poffo, which we're about to do, but here's the thing: <laughs> like, about there it is. Or not. But like they go through his like list of accolades, and it's like he was original U.S. television champion. He was Randy Don't, Savage's how, dad. How fuck you? How <laughs> fucking dare you make fun it's, of Gordon Sully's voice? I'm, I'm just giving it's it. It's funny though because you can see Lanny so much in him. Oh. <laughs> Don't do it, Travis. <laughs> it took me a second. It took me a second. Lady, Gordon Lady can suck his own dick. <laughs> Gordon, Gordon is so pissed off that fucking uh, Angelo Poffo is in this. <laughs> Gordon's the fucking man, dude. Get the fuck off screen. <laughs> Forever. <laughs> Who are you again? Oh, you're Randy's dad? Oh, oh, said shit to you. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. I thought you were a member of the crew. <laughs> I thought you I thought you helped put up the ring. Klondike? Who which, is this guy? Which one of the Sopranos are you? <laughs> the show wasn't even on yet, jackass. I know. Can I get you here for it? He looks like Polly. <laughs> I don't get that reference. No, Sopranos is stupid. No, it's not. It's one of the best shows of all well, Conrad time. Conrad says it's the best show ever. The Double J would rather watch Desperate Housewives. No. The only reason that Tony Onoki's in the WCW Hall of Fame is because they just did that fucking super show. He deserved it, but like... He wasn't really in WCW, though. I mean, you could say that about WWE now, but like... Uh, well, uh, at least he won the WWE title. That I, aside from the... Uh, fucking uh, Dick Murdoch uh, Wahoo McDaniel match we just saw uh, neither was Wahoo You're I know that WCW has the lineage of NWA but you're a Wahoo they talk about it here yep the peace yeah peace in a communist country let's go yeah he wants to be a senator that's the other reason 
Oh, we could put this on his friendship. It didn't. Did it? Did he hold office? I know he ran, but I don't he does. I think not this time, but maybe the later next on. time. Yeah, I mean, legitimately, one of the biggest stars in the history of wrestling, and I don't think Americans truly yeah. understand his his he's stardom. Only, he's only remembered for the Muhammad Ali thing for most American fans, if they even remember that. He did, didn't he? Was it was it Ali that did stuff with Gorilla as well? Yeah, he, yeah. I used to have a, a a it wasn't even a wrestling VHS it was like a uh, a sports VHS that you had to buy like late night and uh, I remember sending away for it uh, because it had this footage of Muhammad yeah, because, Ali and um, because Gorilla and Gorilla, Gorilla um, fights somebody else um, to get ready for him one time and then I know on the undercard of the whole Ali is it the Ali the Ali Muhammad Ali thing. Uh, gorilla, gorilla boxes somebody. Anoki, Muhammad. Yeah, Anoki Muhammad. Ali, sorry, sorry, but a uh, gorilla boxes somebody. Is it Webner or somebody he boxes? Chuck, Chuck Webner. See, he boxes somebody else. I, I can't remember the name right now. But, I, I believe you're correct. It was Chuck Webner. But then that led into that snooze fest, apparently. But um, but yeah, Anoki he wrestled Flair. I mean, he wrestled. Anoki actually won the WWF title or WWWF title, but they don't recognize it. They don't recognize it, uh, which which is why uh, when they say how long um, Backlund's Backlund's, uh, first title reign is, it makes me angry. Yeah, because he wins it, but then they just hold it up pretty much and don't say anything. Well, I mean, it's just like Flair. What Flair's like, what, like a 24 time champion or something? Shit like that. He's like 26 or 28 because he lost, he left it to Carlos Colon or something. Because he didn't die. Stuff like that. Uh, it was Jack Vivino, and uh, both of both of them were a title. Uh, those uh, phantom title changes were in uh, Puerto Rico. Jack Vivino, and um, it may have been Carlos Colon. Andre the Giant, friggin' Andre the Giant, man, had a big wing. <laughs> <laughs> Drink a lot of beer. <laughs> I like how they talk about Big John Studs matches with Andre the Giant, but like, yeah, nothing to do with NWA. But Andre was always fucking scared of Big John. So, well, not scared, but threatened by Big John Studd because he was another giant. Well, he didn't like guys that could threaten his position. So, that's I mean, true. that's 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 understandable. Well, he, now, he, that was a, he, that, he that was a territory. Shit out of him. And that was a territory thing as well. I mean, you didn't want someone to take your spot from you because well, I mean, Andre made his his living touring the world, going from territory to territory because they would bring him in for you know a couple weeks because you couldn't keep him in a place for too long because if you did the shine would wear off and if he would come to an area where they already had an established big guy like the AWA territory before Vince uh, you know snatched up all their top guys and he would go there and Big John Stud he's like well okay I'm gonna have to fucking lay the law down to let you know this guy know that um, I'm the star when I'm here not you and that spilled over into their their WWF uh, encounters. So speaking of traveling the world, Brandon, you brought to our attention of this new kid that Danny Rainbows has taken under his uh, wings. Uh, he's he's this ravishing uh, worker by the name of Rex Riley. <laughs> what a piece of shit. Hey now, hey now, no, <laughs> Danny, Danny. Um, was going to it uh, was making some uh, some runs in the area and um, just happened to coincide. Unfortunately, couldn't work in GW, 
Yeah, we tried. Uh, you guys have, have tried. I, tried. I, have, I have tried to facilitate <laughs> this deal for for quite some time because uh, I am the the Danny Rainbow Mark of all marks. You're a rain blower. I am a rain blower. I'm the I'm the head rain blower. I get it on my knees and rain and flow rain all day. Um, but, uh, um, goddamn, fucking Big John Studs' son. This poor kid's 1994 haircut. I know it's 95. My cousin had that haircut. He's wearing his, his dad's jacket. Jesus Christ, that thing's huge. My dad was big and whoa, he whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> but thank you. Bye. Tell me, more, tell me more about this Rex kid. So, Danny... Denny has a uh, a training camp that where he, he he'll go all around the world and he'll see he, he always watches the matches like he he's one of those guys comes early stays late <laughs> and <laughs> he saw this kid Rex Riley and he's like this kid's got something uh, he's got chutzpah he's got spunk. Uh, and he he's taking him under his wing, and then this kid has like been running roughshod over you know in the local area, and, and I, I've I've heard tell that you know that like uh, the NGW can't even afford him, I guess, because of how high his uh, booking prices are because of his tutelage from Danny. Now it's, it's the damnest thing. He reached out to us, and I hadn't heard of him. Uh, and then you, I mentioned him to you, and you were like, "Dude, that's the guy Danny Rainbows was talking about," and I completely had no idea. Um, it's the damnest thing. The dude doesn't have a um, Twitter, but he does have Facebook. But if you look up Rex Riley, he's on here, well, and he looks like he's he's you know he's an up and comer. And the um, thing the thing that American Dan, thoroughbred when when you are taken under the the rainbow wing of of Danny, um, he has this sort of rule about you will earn your stripes. See what I did there? Stripes, mm-hmm. rainbow. Yeah, gotcha. you, which, 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 which gonna, stripe do you earn? You get uh, well one one. You have to work one, up your one, color, one color at a time. When once Roy, you, you bib scale? Yes, once you have hit oh. the entire spectrum, that's when you graduate and you become a rainblower. <laughs> uh, the American dream, baby. Also, but, but oh, you want to interject about uh, Dusty? I was going to say also it was under the giant that fought Chuck Webner, not Grill Monsoon. I fucked up. Okay, well, oh, um. <laughs> I, I have to make sure I fuck, if all, I fuck all the same. I, I did recognize what you were referring to. Yeah, I'm right, you did. But Danny has this. He's like this motivation. It's just the old school. It's like because they didn't have. It's got to. They didn't have the youngsters. They didn't have social media back in the day, especially the uh, the days of his you know his grandfather that got him in the business. Yeah, it's like 60s. you are going to learn the business without an online presence, yeah. and. Um, no matter how ravishing you are, yes, and and you, you fuck he, the rats. He you had, don't fuck on Tinder. He had fuck the rats. He had to he had to earn that title, and uh, <laughs> the he ravishing beat, rat fucker. But he beat. I think he beat Volman. <laughs> <laughs> Let me interject here right quick on the Volman. Here comes the American Dream, Dusty Rhodes with Cody and Teal. Pretty sure. Look at Cody in that American flag shirt. All right, back to Volman. Well, I mean, this was this was like a. We talk about fat Volman, skinny Volman. I think at different times, both of them maybe. Um, but he's he's achieved a, a a notoriety that has that is built to a point where now he's slowly starting to get an online presence. And as Eddie alluded to, he's got he's got some Facebook on there. Rex and Riley. How many kids do you think Rex Riley has? 
following in Danny's footsteps. I if, if if he's if he's throwing it down like Danny does, he has none. I get worried though because <laughs> most of these shows I've seen uh, Rex on, he they're all family friendly shows, and I know the way that Danny Rainbow's uh, he brings people up in the business. It's very old school, and that's what I like about him so much. But for some reason. I don't know. What, what do you think it is that he he took such a liking to, man? It's like every everything on the Roy G. Bisco, you can do a different show. He likes it hard. He likes it fast. He likes it rough. And he just he sees this he's kid. He's explosive. He sees he's this explosive. kid. He sees this kid, and he's like, listen, I'm going to teach you things that they don't teach you in wrestling school. I'm going to teach you things. I'm going to teach you how how to get hard, stay hard, and, and, and be build. rough and tumble, how to explode in a match, yeah. how do you- and, and how to finish with a smile on your face. That's how he's that's what he's doing. You got to build to the precipice. Yeah. Then you come. Yeah. So Rex Riley. You come uh, to the like show, said, you come to the show, you make the show, you be the show. Yeah. Check him out on uh Facebook, Rex Riley. He's family friendly, because he's only in like the yellow of the Roy G. Biff skip. Just saying. Not the purple. He's not if he gets to purple, he can start doing extreme. Indigo Indigo He's been he's all a Roy. He's been all in Roy. But he's he hasn't got the G yet. He hasn't got the Bill. He's yet. not making the green yet. No. He's not making the green. And you gotta you you gotta get all up in Roy before you can get if, the if green. If you get to the V, if you get to if you get to the V, that means you can v, start doing the violence. That's usually well the the V is usually where the where usually Rainbows a, has you stop. There's usually a P <sighs> in the V, but it's they call it violet instead of purple. And that's why yeah. Roy G did. So Gordon Sully here looks so confused because He doesn't know this is happening. Yeah. So you see a young Cody Rhodes out there on the stage. But belt buckle and all. Dusty Rhodes inducts Gordon Sully into the Hall of Fame. This Big is G. Gordon Sully's final appearance on a wrestling broadcast following the announcement, uh, the announcing, uh, following his announcing career from the 1950s. Uh, do you do you know what he was supposed to do after this and then didn't do? What was that? Heroes of Wrestling. Oh yeah, and then he was too sick, wasn't he? Yeah. Like he he generally gets choked up here, like because he they did not tell him he was getting inducted. Soli had declined induction into the Hall of Fame because of the presence of Angelo Poffo, whom he considered unworthy of the honor, Ooh. but was included because of the influence of his son Randy Savage. After being surprised by the on-air induction, Soli left WCW. Yeah, it's. Uh... <clears throat> Uh, it's kind of a shit way for him to leave. Like they're trying to honor him, but I guess he just didn't. He took like, his shit seriously, yeah. and I and I have to respect that. He but, looks pissed when he gives his induction speech, just to say they they Pearl Harbored him. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Danny would never do that. You don't. Danny doesn't teach Pearl Harbor until you get to the eye. Uh, he teaches half of it, <laughs> the Pearl part. He doesn't teach the harbor. No, no, he's afraid of water. Well, he, he he is bit he's big about docking things, but it's it's not so much yeah. about doesn't like sinking. No, well, likes dipping it in, but not sinking it. He deep. sinks just not the pink. Yeah, got it, got it. It's it's process, man. It's process. I'm really excited to see what happens with this rabbit. Well, see, Rex like, Riley he like really seemed like Dusty was uh, excited to induct him though. Like, I mean, all serious and sincere. I mean, he's lying, but. I wonder if so did he like the next day just like give his resignation to WCW? They, I didn't. I didn't go any much detail. That's what it was. Just what I, I researched. That's what it said. I think he, he thinks it's an honor, but I think he's also fucking mega pissed off because he. I think more so he feels like he doesn't deserve to be in it either. No. Yeah. <clears throat> well, I man, he was like he was the press like the predecessor to all these great announcers. Now, like you, Jim Ross credits Gordon Sully as the single greatest 
a wrestling announcer of all time. And then like you look at the you look at the era Gordon Sully was in, like you had Lance Russell, you had him, you had Gorilla Monsoon, you had you had Jesse, Ken, Ken Resnick, and, and uh, you had all I mean, those guys. I just can't take Cody seriously. What was the, was the guy in uh, WCCW? Uh, uh, um, David, no, it's not, is it David Manning? David, uh, David no, Manning, no. Uh, oh, I can't. I remember it later. It's Bill something, right? Bill Mercer. Yeah, because he's all over those uh, tribute DVDs. Um, and then you had uh, the AWA announcers and stuff it's like Ken, that. Ken yeah, his friend, friggin' fuck Vernon Gagne. He sucked on commentary. Um, but you had a lot of classic guys. I mean, I feel like Gordon Sully deserved it. I mean, it sucks that he got it. I mean, he was inducted to the WWE Hall of Fame through the Legacy Wing, which kind of sucks, but I get it. I just want to honor some legends that people went over. <clears throat> you mentioned this, Travis, about the uh, behind-the-scenes documentary. Talk about it. Yeah, there was a – right before Sting left the WWE, they found like a like a Sting lost tape kind of thing. And it's like the cameras followed him around backstage during this event before his match with Big Bubba. And it, like he leads up to it, it shows him how he put, like does a face paint and it talks a little bit about his life and like what he's gone through to get to this match. It was probably something that hadn't been done a whole lot at that time. I mean, ninety five kayfabe is still is it's it's been let out of the closet, you know, about things that wrestling isn't real technically or was it, predetermined. But like, but then they do stuff like that and do, like it's kind you, of ahead of its time. Do you know why I think they filmed this? Was it? I think they filmed this as a presentation for uh, one of those like uh, TV conventions. Yeah, this, this was this too. was probably a an advertising pitch of like, you know, this is the the struggle that these guys go through and these true athletes and blah blah blah. I, I think that that's probably that's just my perspective, but I think that's probably why they filmed it was, this it behind was, the. It was pretty much. It, I mean, it was presented like that because then it just shows highlights of the match and then Sting. You know, spoiler: alert, Sting wins. I don't know, like they what? just you know show these things like that. I mean, I could see how that would happen. Why would you ruin the match for everybody listening? I don't know. Why does Danny ruin uh, the surprise for these kids by tell- giving them a card with a Roy G. Biv chart on it? Tells them how what they need to do to get I there. I don't question what Danny Ramos does because he fucking pisses excellence and success, <clears throat> especially in other parts of the world. It's not as big in the U.S. as he should be, but Mongolia, huge. There's, there's nothing that, there's nothing that Danny South Africa. There, there's nothing that Danny looks forward more to is than punching somebody's V card. He just the, 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 when he when he punches <laughs> when the, when he put pops that notch into the card. That's like the crowning achievement because at this point, it, it, like he's not interested in the spotlight for himself. He's he's paying it for. When he comes out of that closet with that violet belt and he gives it to him. It means a lot to Danny. I know it does. Deep down, and the, like he takes he credit. I think he loves giving giving these guys the belt more than him getting the belt. Himself. He does have a great sense of pride. Yeah, Very he good. swells with pride for these young men. Oh, stink around throw. them. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree. Danny Rainbows, guys, check him out. If you guys ever get a chance to see Danny live, he's fucking phenomenal. Um, We'll talk more too about phenomenal match. We talked about it off off air. I want to talk about it here at the end. Uh, it was a tag match that happened over this past weekend. But who Sting, man, throwing this damn table into the ring? It's kind of unheard of at this time in WCW. It's just like Sting setting the table, like Danny sets the table for those young boys. I was <laughs> okay. Uh, I I I was such a Sting mark at this point. Um, I just Did you I have showed, the haircut. 
No, I, I actually, actually, um, not th- at this point, but I, but I did have a spiky flat top a little, a little, uh, you know, a little later on. We should post that picture that you have to the Wrestling Ruin Facebook group so they can see your obsession with Sting. Do it. I don't. I don't care. I mean, I'm just saying. Like, um, you were that, a stinger. That was like a picture. Uh, I, but anyways, I found this picture of me in my bedroom when I lived with my parents back in. This had to be like probably like 98. Maybe ninety nine, uh, but I, I think I'm in still in middle school. Uh, but you know, it's just a picture of me in my bedroom, and uh, every square inch is like covered with with like wrestling pictures and stuff. Uh, my ceiling, my walls, and everything. And on my back wall behind my bed, it's just nothing but Sting, because you know, Sting was my Sting was my guy at that point. Big Bubba has gotten fatter since he came to WCW. He probably couldn't even fit in his fucking Guardian Angels jacket now because he's a fat slob. Yeah. Oh, it's mean. And he's having to wear suspenders to keep his pants up. However, on the other side, Sting looks like a fucking million bucks. Sting looks like he's carved out of granite. Yeah. He's got a tan so he can be champion. <laughs> so what What level is uh, Sting on the Roy G. Biff card right now? Is he on the orange? Is that why he's wearing orange? Or is he on the blue because he's got accents of blue? Uh, he's... he's he his he's on a different spectrum. <laughs> There's a because he's the man, Carl Stang. He's, he's just showing tribute to Danny because he's got different colors. Oh, this is way before Danny's well, time. Don't, Danny, don't be facetious, Travis. Uh, yeah. I mean, obviously, I mean, it's it's. I thought Danny was a Vietnam vet. No, no. His, oh, his grandpa was a Vietnam yeah, yeah, vet. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, my bad. No, his fucking. We talk about the man enough. Know his fucking lineage. God damn it, Travis. No, 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 Danny. Okay, no, Danny. Danny, I got this whole fucking. There was this cat out of the bag. I don't know how much of this Danny wants me even saying, but but Danny, Danny, Danny worshipped his grandfather. Uh, he his worshipped dad. Like, his, his Louisiana territory. He was a big, you know, big star in, the, in territories. Uh, his father, oh God, his, his father was a draft dodger, and he didn't go to Vietnam. And Danny fought. Uh, uh, I can't. Was it uh, Operation Iraqi Freedom that Danny Desert was Storm? Yeah, yeah, Conflict Desert Storm. It wasn't Desert Storm. It was no, the, Desert Storm's ninety. It was so, the. Yeah. It was the Iraqi Freedom. Yeah, Iraqi Freedom. George W. Doug yes. W. And um, but he he had such resentment towards his father for being a draft dodger that he served in specifically because of this, and um, he. You know this military lifestyle. It, it taught him, you know, conditioning and traveling the world. And traveling the world, and you know, he he was a, a champion in both the, uh, uh, you know, just the they, they like boxing, and they had somewhat. I don't really call it necessarily wrestling, but they had like MMA competitions. Uh, yeah, someone's like kickboxer. Yeah, yeah. Ooh, hell of a clothesline there. But, I'm surprised you don't know more about Danny Rainbow's Travis. Much, I mean, as much I mean, I'm not going. I'm not going. is the Danny Mark. I'm, I'm not. Gonna, I'm not going to knock Travis for not knowing because Danny. Danny is the best kept secret in wrestling. Uh, only, only like true, like died in the wool, like hardcore wrestling fans know about him. I know Marcus Wills uh, thought he knew him, but yeah, he, no. Marcus Wills is a bitch. I'm gonna agree with Travis on that. Uh, oh. I will say Sting just got choked by a tie, and he just ripped. Man, him I, I cannot tell you how happy I was that Marcus Wills was not at the Crockett Cup. If he had been there, you guys would have gotten a fight. <laughs> I, I would have. I'm, I'm seriously. If I ever see Marcus Wills in fucking public, I'm knocking your fucking teeth down. He would have been there with his AEW shirt on and being like, "I hate NWA. I'm just here to spread the love for any AEW." Yeah, all, he, all he fucking does, he goes to these shows and he writes up fucking reports and he sends, sends them, them to, to Meltzer, fu- to fucking Meltzer, or these you know these dirt sheet uh, shit. Like they got wrestling my, ink. They got post, post Raj, Geary, Raj Geary posted my fucking results of the Crockett Cup. You know what? Fuck Alistair you. Black used my picture. You know, fuck, like, fuck him. 
Fuck him. I mean, he's a piece of shit. Fuck. <laughs> Boys, I feel like this feud is a waste of Sting's talents. And I think <laughs> Muda, way too long. Muda versus Sting for the IWGP title would have been great, and even Big Bubba could have came in there and interfered. It would have been a nice little throwback to their feud in the uh, late 80s, early 90s. I yeah. think you could have built to it. It would have been fun. <laughs> Big Bubba, immediately so hot, he has nothing but his shirt. <laughs> God damn, he's, look how much weight he's carrying now, Travis. Well, motherfucker should go back and be a big boss man. He's good. Jello jiggling some titties. <laughs> God, it's Kingsley on beer. Oh, man. God, he is so fucking fat. He's bigger than when he so, was in Big Boss Man in WWF in the 80s. We haven't mentioned it, but this we're getting Sting versus Big Bubba Rogers, guys. In a lights-out match. In a lights-out match, which this is just another incarnation of just... Uh, no holds barred. No holds barred. It's not like one of those weird, like, false count anywhere, Randy Savage, WrestleMania 10 matches. They have almost took out Sting and uh, Booker T tonight. Stevie, yeah, Ray. It, Stevie Ray. Oh, fucking Stevie Ray. I wish they'd have took Stevie oh! Ray out. Oh, God. I I love I love the uh, the blue and, and orange oh, on, yeah. on Sting. I, I wish, however, his boots <laughs> were not orange as well. Oh, because like you know the um, what is it? They made a basic uh, network spotlight that was Sting, but he had the white boots. It's like he was from the King of, I, King of the Cable. I, I have I have that figure King of the Cable tournament. I think <laughs> is what that one is. God, I'm a loser. Yeah, I, I agree. <laughs> yes, yes, yes I not agree. wrong. How how you managed to snag Lindsay is beyond all of us. We wonder. We have actually a separate group message, like, and it's called "How did Travis land this?" and that, that, and we ask it every day. We, and we a, all ponder, like, why? We take we take bets constantly, like, when will the bottom fall out of this? I do not. Fall. Oh, oh, he threw some. Uh, I was about to say, I'll see how this is going to work out. Well, that corner of the table God. was caught staying hey, in the so. You know what's funny about this? He's about to get really, really energetic. There's, a, it's, but it's not coming. There's a little Brooke Hogan right there. Oh, before she became a whore. Oh, then you don't know that. <laughs> can't even say it with a straight face. Hogan <laughs> has his opinions. Fucking, fucking terrible as a little kid. Oh man, you oh, hate children. The rap, Nick Patrick just helped set the table up, so that's cool. Yeah, he helped set the table. For it's already starting to fall apart down at the bottom. Well, you see it, big Bubba. Like you can tell, this is the infancy of using tables because Bubba doesn't even know to put the other leg in. Yeah, he just. Wants I to tell go. you, who knows to put the leg in. Danny Rambo's? He's a fucking star. <laughs> what are you talking about? Alex Wright, when he puts that leg in, he goes... Doo, 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 doo. I'm sorry, Both? you can't see my hands. I want it. Both? Also, you're talking about legs, so I don't know what, what your hands are. He's telling him. Look at him. He's smacking his belly saying, come on. God, what a fat ass. Back body drop. He did jump for him there. <laughs> I promise. I promise. Steve's like, you're going to jump for me, right? And Big Boss is like, I promise. <laughs> <laughs> I tried to do a country accent while doing it, but I couldn't do it. So, both of these guys are, I believe, is, is Big Bossman in the Hall of Fame? Yes. Yeah, yeah. He is. He uh, is. Uh, that, uh, two or three years ago, maybe? Uh, oh! oh Watch a splash. Staying in the oh. Hall of Fame, currently wrestling for AEW. I got that cool figure that you found yeah, from him. that was cool. Not really. I, just, I just... He hasn't had a... Like, he's had uh-huh. one singles match. Has he even had a singles match? Do I don't you, think why, so, no. why are you looking at me asking? I don't have a fucking You're clue. the sting, Mark? Not now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Oh, he's whipping him. Oh, God, oh. it's a black belt. The, the only that's, thing not I, on the, that's not on the Danny Rainbow spectrum of colors. <laughs> <laughs> I, the only thing that I know about the, the sting in AEW is uh, that, that, that match that uh, he had with Punk. 
That, oh, all that, the, that, that was cool. The uh, six-man tag. I will, where they I, will, I, will, I will concede that being cool. Yeah, when he came out wearing the punk face paint, I thought, I was like, damn, that's pretty sweet. You know, CM Punk had to have a great time knowing his team would fucking stay. If you ever take a trip down to Cobb County, Georgia. I, it was always the coolest no, thing. No, you don't get, no, can't do that. No. No. Come up. I got the boss figure. Come up. You, that's cool. Yeah. You have to come up. You have to come up with a new song. Right now, Travis. A job soul, bro. A job soul, bro. No, no, a new song for the boss. Oh, he's Big Bubba now. If you ever think you can be a guardian angel, you're a fucking <laughs> The guardian Look at the stinger. Damn. That's a nice splash. One, two. Oh, God. Undertaker sells it. He sits up like the Undertaker, but he's too fat to breathe. Like <laughs> <sighs> Man, seriously, I, I feel I feel so bad for fucking Sting because Sting is in, Sting is in this with fuck with Big Bubba. He went from fucking Avalanche to Big Bubba. He fucked Avalanche. He went from Avalanche to Big Bubba. And you know what the bad thing is? They think that Big Bubba deserves to be in the goddamn NWO in a year. With his pleather pants and cut off teeth. And well, they, they all they, listen. Can, listen oh, he, he's he's one of the most loved guys in the history. Of the yeah, you don't really hear a lot of bad bad things every, said about him. Every trailer, everybody, trailers usually well, everybody loved him. Oh, this so this could have ended badly if he just slipped and like just jabbed his ribs in that fucking leg. I don't I don't <sighs> begrudge them for for attempting to to do things to with oh, the oh, here Ray trailer. I have is that table from Japan? Nah. Is that the sharpshooter, Brandon? No, because he's doing it with his right leg. Oh God, he's screaming ah. I can't get out of that. Blood's trickling down his face. What? Oh, this isn't WrestleMania 13. This is nowhere close to The crowd erupts because Sting is, even with this shitty feud, Sting is still super over as he should be. I feel bad for Sting because Sting kind of gets lost in the mix uh, during <laughs> kinda? The, the early you know run of you know Savage and, and Hogan being there. There's no kind of. Here, here's something else that a lot of people don't talk about. Uh, they talk about how the Sting's the version, WCW's version of the Undertaker. They also do not talk about how he gets the shit into the stick in feuds like the Undertaker did. He got Big Bubba. He got fucking Avalanche. He gets the fucking Dungeon of Doom bullshit too. Like, okay, and like fucking Undertaker gets King Kong Bundy, IRS, his own self in the mirror, <laughs> Kamala, like. I mean, at least he yeah. got some good matches, I guess, with Vader. But like, he got the shit beat out of him by Vader for two years. He got Cactus Jack. He got Vampiro. That's true. But like, when when Vampiro, you, when you achieve Pyro, when Vampiro. you achieve such a level of stardom that does not predicate on whether you win or lose, uh, you kind of fall into that. Like Flair, same thing. Yeah. Like you find it yourself into a position Ronnie where like you, they can slot this you into cunt. any. This cunt gets up after the match and taunts in the fucking ring after tapping out. He, On camera. He, he gets says, he'll eat back. He says, uh, finally, this feud is apparently over. I said, thank God. Brother. WCW, where the stars are. <laughs> Veda. They're, they're, uh, they're photoshopped. Oh, very bad. <laughs> yeah. Not good. It's like, let's cover half the people we're talking about. Got Hogan, man. Hogan, that like, skull looks like a straightened his hair. Beautiful. Yeah, <laughs> he's, he's a flat iron on that. I was about to say. 
Yeah. Oh, there he is, the warrior knockoff. I am the renegade. Do you really, do you really think Warrior turned him down that they just wanted like a, a warrior-esque character that bad they made this guy? Yeah. But there's no other reason. To even get Flair, <laughs> I actually like Ric Flair's hair during this period than I did in like when '94. They just showed him. Do you think this match is better as a tag match, or do you think it would have been better as a six man? Because fucking no, because the six, the six man tag leaves you open for like a clash of the champions. The the tag match makes more sense because it's more pro- high profile. Well, and you also don't have to let the winner renegade work. On top of that, too, he just stands outside the ring. <laughs> Fuck the Renegade. <laughs> well, <laughs> uh, he did. I mean, he, when did he fuck. say T O S Terminate on Sarge? I knew he is. I wish he was around to be part of the Jamie Richards shirt. Uh, uh, Eddie just ge- gesticulated a, a, a thrusting uh, motion <laughs> with, his, with his hand <laughs> and, you know, and penis, <laughs> indicating that there was was uh, ejaculation. Well, here's another thing too. <laughs> You're guys. right. Uh, you got to realize that the Renegade actually set a president for Jeff. Like he's got the then Jeff Hardy just took it to another level. He just he decided he would like make one finger limp, put a thumb in, <laughs> <laughs> make it like a V one, and just so so I noticed something here that uh, the Renegade does have different music now. His first song was kind of more like uh, the Ultimate Warriors, but I wonder if they had some issues God. with that. Look at that man. Blue, that purple robe, That's- double A. That's probably my personal favorite flavor. He's like, is Vader Marvel? coming out? Where the fuck's Vader at? Oh, he almost tripped and fell. Well, there's wires there. Is Vader there? There's Vader. Oddly enough, that's the that's the robe that Flair wore when uh, he beat wore when he beat Vader. At, I they they even make a video of them. You notice behind yeah, them? Yeah, has, has Dude, together. that was fucking cool. Y'all never saw that. That yeah. fan had that. But I think this is why Vader wore purple in his in his gear is to match Flair. I, See, I like Flair's hair right here. I, I really, really wish that uh, this had been a ultimate, or just an elite Flair. Because the purple robe. The purple robe. They haven't made the purple robe, have well, they? Just give it about a year when Flair needs some money and he'll come back. He'll get some more. Well, according to you, he's going to be dead by then. <laughs> exactly. His estate will sign it over. Charlotte Flair will sign it over. She wants that money, too. I, see, he's I, getting heat right there. That's Linda. There's Nick. And there's um, what you call it, uh, Brooke. <laughs> I actually think that might be one of Flair's wives sitting next to him. Well, I'm just saying that it'd be Hogan's Hogan and Flair probably swap wives a couple times. Just saying, you know. Well, they were boys. Hogan were boys. Hogan had the better end on that end. Uh, Beth Flair not very attractive <laughs> at see, that point. Anyway. You can see him right there, though. See. Yeah, Scissor? Linda trying right to make a, mark, make, make a big yeah. deal out of being there. Well, Hogan later on, you'll see Hogan. Hogan will look over and wink at him too. You kind of see it. I, I had regrets that now. I had a Ric Flair shirt that had him wearing this robe on it, and um, God, it, it's one of those things. It was like a child's T-shirt, so I, I grew out of it. And just out of curiosity, I looked it up on on eBay, and yeah, it's like two or three hundred dollar t shirt now. Makes me Dude, sick to them my old, them old wrestling t- shirts, man. A lot of them don't even care if they're in great shape. I mean, they can be washed and stuff. I have a I have a nineteen ninety one uh, like Gulf War era Hulk Hogan shirt. I've and, got some uh, in a box back home that I haven't brought here yet. From like ninety eight prime WWF shirts from back in the day. Oh, I I had I have a Starcade nineteen ninety seven shirt and I gave it to Scott. You're an Fuck idiot. you, Scott. That's like a three hundred dollars shirt. It's, not it's, more. Sit, it's sitting in a fucking uh, 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 what do you call it? A storage locker somewhere. So there you go, Scott. 
Make your fucking money. <laughs> is it still there? Can we go break into this storage locker? I, just, I asked him about it not long ago, and he's like, it's some storage locker. I'm like, dude, need money. Sell that shit. Where the fuck is the storage locker? I, I don't know. In Georgia, maybe? God dang it, Scott! You fat huh? fuck! Look who that is. Sorry, I mean that would affect Look who, Oh, who's that? That guy that looks like a oh, giant. Oh, yeah. They he looks like a giant back there. Yeah, this is the whole beginning of the giant bullshit. That guy looks like a giant. No, no, don't worry about him. We're just seeing shit. Everybody saw it, you fucking dumbass. Uh, I, I'm noticing that crowds have been consistently hot for Hogan and Savage on these shows we've watched, which you know, kind of solidifies they are the two biggest stars in wrestling. Do you think that it's, you know, that they are being used to, to their extent? Well, no. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> No, because, they're on top of the cards. Yeah, they're on top of the cards, but uh, the cre- the creative has been inconsistent at best and bad at worst. <laughs> I, you think it's bad now? Just <laughs> wait. So not only that, though. Dun, jin, do. Dun, Just dun, think right now, dun. Hogan would have lost the title at fucking Super Brawl. They could have had the return match at uh, at uh, Uncensored, and it could have been a screwy finish, and this is the match that follows up to that, and Hogan is still chasing Vader for the title. Is, is the next I, would it not make more sense? Well, yeah, but I, I would have I had um, a, a fucking build that up to Starcade or at the very least, uh, Halloween Havoc. Yeah, that's why I think you get the tag match. You just get little things like this. And, you, and the whole thing is Hogan is almost afraid of Vader because Vader's the one that put him out. Or even, or even this, because Flair didn't work at uh, a tag match at that the at a uh, um, uncensored. It could have been Savage taken up for Hogan, and then Savage about to get attacked, and fucking the Renegade and Hogan come out there and break it up. Well, this is um, Flair's first match since Halloween Havoc '94. Correct. Yep. That's correct. Where he did they did the whole retirement? And like I said, that could have given Hogan a couple months off because uh, was it Lord like Hogan fucking needed time off. God, he already how many? He only worked how many pay per views uh, during the year? <laughs> I like how Arn did sell him as a serious threat here, though. Man, I'm just I just think that there's still so much money in the in the, the, fucking Vader being the, the renegade. I agree, he's no. fucking money. Look at him. The way he runs the ring, it was like he was, like he was trying to sling a turd out of his asshole. How much hairspray is in his hair? I do like the fact that he put like two stripes of paint on his biceps or what little triceps he's got. And then that's supposed to be cool because it's not. Yeah, yeah. And then you then you paint an R on your face. There's a word I want to say, but I can't because it's not podcast appropriate. <laughs> Which is what I think the R stands for. Reject. Oh, obviously. Oh, yeah. Ruined. Oh, fuck. Oh. oh man. Maybe rapist. Who knows? <laughs> Re something. Uh, repossessed. This isn't this this isn't all in one Darso. Renegade got zero pop, by the way. And his theme music is the shit. Rest in peace, cause you're dead. Aww. I'll never be a star. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> His girlfriend left. I, I would I would love to have been making <laughs> the minimum amount of money that someone was making for WCW during like that, you know, 96, 97, 98 era. Like Lanny because, was making? Because, well, yeah, especially Lanny because he wouldn't fucking work. Right here, look, you're going to see him. 
You see Linda over there. She's wearing like a black little outfit. She's sitting front row. Linda probably fucked the renegade too. That's why I was wondering if the person sitting next to her was Beth. The blonde looks slightly to her right. Yes. It's probably one of her bimbo bitches that she's friends with. Where's Where's Ashley at? Oh, there's that. There's that. She said she's in a different spot now. The chick in the pink dress. Yeah, they moved her so she could be next to Hogan, so he could look down her shirt when he's on the. It makes me wonder, like, because uh, she was over there, like where they are. Yeah, it makes me wonder if, like, she was like sitting there and uh, the people the, came. The, there. the people were like, oh, go to your fucking spot. Sorry, I'm a dumb blonde. Sorry, I don't know numbers. Come on, Vader. Come on, Vader. <laughs> Do it all good. Oh, I'm you that's see? the fucking that's his uh, original San Francisco toy makers figure right yep. there. The, the fucking uh. doesn't it have the purple? Does it have the purple no. on it? No, no, it's just it's just red and black. And that's my uh, that's I told you to love that figure because you'd get figures in the corner and it's like you're just throwing the forearms out, uh, it, it's, or you could hit the vertical suplexes and stuff too because his arms were. Up. It's it's just a cool figure because it was so much more massive than oh, the yeah. other ones. It just it felt. Like a, you know, like you're using a fucking paperweight. The thing was Hogan. Beefy. Hogan. Hogan. The demon is fear. He's so fucking tan. <laughs> he's got melanoma. Now. Oh. <laughs> oh, he's not that tan anymore. Did you see him on that evil episode? He's almost as white as his hair. Oh. Do you like your Hulk Hogan with a uh, mustache, a spray painted beard, or a full beard like he's had recently? I like him with a spray painted beard. I think he looks kind of like a badass with just the uh, the natural uh, old man Zeus beard now. Mm-hmm. It's a different look. I don't like my Hogan with just a mustache. He's got to at least have so, the Fu Man. I want you to notice something here. Watch the punches that Vader throws at him. How light they are, right? Yeah, compared to what they used to. Oh no! Don't don't worry. He gets fucking savage in the corner, and he fuck us. Oh, see, see how light he was. He pulled back on that. He, <laughs> made, he thought he was going to block. Heel Hogan here. Punching it, or uh, it takes the mask off right here. Vader right between him, punches. Vader told him to block him. I do not like Hogan's uh, uh, wrist gauntlet. Wrist, uh, the, what are they called? Wristbands. Sweatbands. Sweatbands, yeah. yeah I, I don't like those. I don't like Hogan, like the little, just the little mustache, like he had. What Didn't he do a movie or something and he just had the mustache? It was like High Noon at Mega Mountain. I don't know, I never watched but it. Then, like, uh, I like I'm the, sorry, if you're going to say it, say the entire title of it. Three Ninjas, High Noon, and Mega Mountain? Yes. All right, shut up. Look at him. It's terrible. Settle with Muscles is better. I think that might be the movie I'm talking about where he's just got the little mustache. But like, he, the Fu Manchu from the 80s, fucking man. Fucking man. His, I don't like the long skullet either. I like the little bit shorter skullet. Here we go. Vader, boom! God damn. How often have you ever seen anyone get over on them? They actually gave him some fucking some Hogan dust there. Look at this titty boot. <laughs> it's always he's like, always fuck me. <laughs> My nipples out. It's always one nipple. The other one, the other one's tucked securely. I, you know what I used to hate the worst is when he wore the fucking uh, singlet backwards that said Vader time oh, on yes. the back. The Royal Rumble '96. Oh, he's a player God. out here. You could see both nips then because it went right between his chesticles. As they shoot right there. Oh, oh, Randy, Randy, your hair hasn't changed since the '80s. '80s. <laughs> oh, he parts no, it. it. It has changed. There's less of it. <laughs> he still had a. Oh, he's you go back and look at '85. He had the beginning of the. He's about to get counted out. Spot. I think Jimmy Hart had to go over there and say, "Hey, you're about to get counted out." Well, why didn't Hogan do the brother thing and distract the ref? 
Because he doesn't give a fuck about Because he doesn't understand working. He's looking down the fucking pink-breasted bitch's shirt. You can watch Flair. Flair just sells so much and feeds for them so much. Him and Randy were so good together in matches. I would say he's better with Randy than he is Hogan. Uh, Boom! Oh, that was cool. that was pretty. That was pretty sweet. Wow, oh, Jesus! Flair, what? What? He's like, I gotta what? miss. He's like, I gotta miss these damn stints <laughs> they got in the wrong way. Flair can get away with doing shit like that, though. He had to. He had to do something to get away from those fucking stints. Yeah. Or he pulled a Shawn Michaels and fucked up his back. Oh, got a oh. cocaine addiction. Oh, close oh. line. Boom. I will say, Eric, oh, Eric Bischoff does say vintage Flair in this match. I thought it was kind of ironic. Oh, Michael Cole been taking some lessons, huh? Oh, oh yeah. Uh-huh. I like how I like how one of them aren't even standing up. Stupid Watch right here. You'll see him wink. Watch. Do you, do you Watch think? Baby. See. Do you think they got paid to be there? No, I don't think they did because they're in Florida. Like they're right down the road from the house. I I I believe I think they got some kind of well, financial ne- incentive to be there. Well, they never show them on camera. Yeah, she is. But they said they never show him on camera, though. Well, the, the whole idea about Hogan—did they ever really mention that he is married? Like any video no, packages? No, not until he gets to the NWO. Maybe he talks about his wife some in the NWO. Because to me, because to me, it's one of those things where you still want the rats to come to the show and pay. Do you it, mention his wife? Going you know? home to see my going home to see sick Nick. Because they did have a flare though in '93. Blowing up to him. Yeah. And then he became com- comes back after that and he's like, I'll sleep with anybody. Woo! And he did. I mean, like him and Liz, he had what, Liz, Deborah, Woman. Woman. And then he'd come out with just like random women on him sometimes. Because that, that was Ric Flair. Like Woo! Ric Flair in 96, he had that little damn. Watch, watch it. He'd have the velvet ropes and be yeah, sitting at the, the ring, at ringside. <laughs> ringside. He he, right, he shoved that. Savage back and he said, "I'm Actually, gonna pump for you." And is he, that a '96? I thought that was. A, isn't that this year? I mean, well, I think it goes in the '96 because because you know, uh, Nitro's only on for like two months, three months. You know, year four. Sorry, oh, yeah, three. They kind of fucked the spot up because Hogan went to the second rope to give him like a double axe handle, and then Flair went to the corner. They went to go kick each other at the exact same time. I think he starts that on Nitro though, because I remember the he has the red ropes. Yeah, it it it, it does start on Nitro. Look at the elevation. Flair hadn't been in the ring since '94, and he ain't missing a beat. I think Hogan's taking what one bump. That's fucking took that clothesline. No, nah, he took at least two bumps of coke before he came out. <laughs> uh, he took that clothesline. I'm trying to think. Take it How much coke is that? <laughs> you don't want to know, brother. Oh, is that where you like laid on your arm and? <laughs> That's where you lay it on <laughs> Savage's back. And, oh, all right. Ass cracked hairline. <laughs> That's a lot of cocaine. Clothesline. It's usually covered with clothes. <laughs> so stupid. You're welcome. Oh, T-shirt. Man. Jeff, T-shirt. Jeff, Jeff, and Jeff, and Jeff. Oh, Winter Flair gets caught on the top rope here. Oh, oh, brother. Oh, oh shit. Oh, shit. Oh, fingers right in the gooch. Oh, and he's a knuckle deep. <laughs> <laughs> he always fell on that hip. I'm surprised he didn't have to have it replaced. We well, you know why he fell like that. Uh, watch, watch this weird-ass figure back. four he puts him in. That's the Japanese version where you don't spin. Is <laughs> it dizzy? This right here is the weirdest fucking spot I have ever seen in a fucking match. It makes no fucking oh, sense. Oh, he jumps on their leg. Oh, He's pinning Arn Anderson. They just called him, man, because he was trying to catch him. 
Oh, I thought he's, he was about he's so he's, he's so, so technically sound in his. He just uh, rolled him up. He, they, they, this is, he's on autopilot. He's that good. Well, why didn't the Renegade just clothesline him? Because the Renegade sucks. <laughs> he's right. Yeah, I'm saying Hogan is a better worker than the Renegade. I well, know. Hogan, Hogan could work when he wanted to. Ichiban. Ichiban. Brother. Flair's so damn good. For, Va- for Flair to be gone that long. There he goes. There oh, yeah, yeah, there it is. Yeah, yeah, Rick, you those fuck dude, my wife. Look at those, you fuck my wife. Look at those dudes go crazy because he showed his dick. <laughs> like, yeah, Rick, I love you. But blow me. Blow me. I'll blow you. He humped the air at him. Oh, oh yeah. He's zooming zoom so fucking quick to get away. That's not PG. We're going to have to talk to Ted. No, we're going to talk to Jane. No. He talked to Jane. You know, like, I, I always find it... Fumble these nuts. <laughs> what, what, Flair? Like, Flair, look how much heat he's getting, man. Sit down, fat boy. <laughs> I always find it interesting in, in how, when they do tag matches, uh, like, the differences between, like, say, WCW or the WWF and what corners they put them in. Mm-hmm. Because I don't oh. think they would ever have... Somebody with their back oh, there facing no. the hard camera in WWF. It's a huge no. vest. Well, that's the thing, though. Like They want to be able to see the crawl for the hot tag. He almost stopped like, am I supposed to go backstage yet? Am I? God, you know what the stupidest angle ever is, though, when they call him Andre the Giant's son? I know that singlet. I know that You know, singlet. it's stupid, but but as a kid, I believed it. As a kid, I, I, fucked, believed, it. I believed it. Yeah. Hook, line, sinker. There, there was no internet to disprove it. You're right. You're right. Uh, Hogan took a bump. And in, in 2020, and he sells it. 2022 eyes, it's stupid. That's almost like him no-selling the power bomb. Get out of here. God, that that's, that singlet strap is holding on by thread, boys. <laughs> it is It is. Very thin, very stretched out there. The back was like he's about to get holes. In. Oh, <laughs> Hogan was not ready for that shit. Hogan, you should have stood up a little sooner. He was not ready for that jelly. <laughs> His body to booty level. Oh, watch this shit. Watch this shit. Vader is pissed because because like, I should have stood up. Watch this. Oh god! Oh god! <laughs> Woo! He fucking nails. Pieces. <laughs> Dude. Renegade's like, you okay? Are you okay? Are you okay? <laughs> Jimmy, to, is to, he okay? To Peter Anderson's credit, he was selling the fucking punch. Because but why was there no disqualification there? Because isn't, isn't he supposed to be like a robot? So he's probably like, Jimmy, is he okay? Are you, are you talking <laughs> no, about Pee Wee Anderson or the Renegade? Renegade. No, Pee Wee Anderson, he's definitely a robot. It's like, is there is there some like shit going on Saturday night I'm not aware of where they made I mean, he's not Travis been watching it. He's at TOS. Terminate on side. Pee Wee Anderson? No. I'll show you my Pee Wee Anderson. Oh, no. What? Terminate on sight. You like jizz on That's what it says the vaginas are used to. What? Oh, Vader with the Vader bomb! Oh Beautiful. my god! Break his ribs! They did not do a good job in framing that shot uh, to show the full impact. You see him asking if he's alright? This is pretty cool, because I've never seen Vader do this other than this match, because he goes to the top. I'm thinking he's going to do the fucking Vader salt. And he goes to the top rope to do a Vader bomb, and I've never seen him do this before. Doesn't he hit the Vader salt on Savage's match? He did He did this at... um. At Gold Rush uh, 2. Oh, fuck you. you. <laughs> before, ha- before or after Harley pulled the gun? <laughs> it was after. <laughs> uh, that was a distraction. 
You so don't Harley, is that why Harley Race isn't on TV now? Got kicked off. Yeah, he's in, he's in jail. I have in my notes too. That this match has told a fucking awful story. It is. It, it's just. It's so inconsistent. Like all it is is just bump, bump, bump. This is like Hogan getting the spots. This man. is Hogan's matches are like a house show match. Is to me is what it's like. Like it's telling no story. You're giving no build. All it all it leads up to is Hogan posing, and I hate that. Like the oh, red, whereas, whereas fucking Savage and, and Flair are like working their fucking yes. asses off. And, oh. and, and Vader's great, don't get me wrong, but if he's in the ring with Hogan, he's just, he's got to go along with, you know. He's got to no sell. Hogan's got to no sell his stuff. He's, he's going up and trying it again. Dude, that would, you know what? That would have probably been a really killer match. Got him match. again. Right. Oh my God. Savage and His Vader. thumbs inside of him. Oh, twice in one match. <laughs> Savage Invader would have been probably like a slugfest. I told you that that's what it should have been at Uncensored. It yeah. should have been Vader and Savage for the title. Is he, he is bleeding. Beautiful elbow drop. Probably from Vader smacking him in the fucking face. Well, Arn pulls him out. Thanks. thanks Where's Vader? Double A. Thank where, you. Where is Vader? No. Right there. Why is Vader on the ground? Because he's tired. Oh, Ooh. there it is. Oh, Renegade got him. They did pop for the Renegade. Stupid. No, they were popping. The flare fucking kicked him in his fucking arm. <laughs> you suck, little man. What is... I had to censor myself there, boys. I almost said something. <laughs> <laughs> I know where you were going with it. I was going to call him a bitch. Beginning to be a bitch. Yeah. Woo! Yeah. That's what it was. <laughs> brother. Oh, brother. Brother. Like, there's so much going on outside. Like, Anderson's feet are in the ring. It's like they have all this, un- on, all this unnecessary bells and whistles to these matches. Oh, my God. Randy home. Savage is about to die, boys. Oh, yeah. I have in my notes here. Savage gets fucking splatted. And this is the first time Vader has actually hit this while we've been watching. He misses yeah. it all the other Big time. Boy. I, wonder time. This, I wonder if this is savage as fuck you to Hogan. Like, yeah, I'll take it. Fuck you, Hogan. Fuck you, Hogan. Oh, God. Hogan. Oh, God damn. God. Oh, my God. Randy Savage heart stopped. And he had to kick out of it because Hogan was not he in his spot. He pitched right fucking his stretched the hell out of Leon's tights. <laughs> Come on, man. Come on, Hogan. No one would stretch your So, head technically, head Flair's the legal man. Flair made a tag a little bit ago. They never called it. Fuck uh, you, Angelo. <laughs> you, made, you made Gordon Sully quit, you bitch. Watch it. So, we were talking about how light he was on fucking Hogan. Watch right. him just fucking unload on Savage. Well, that's because he's Watch pissed at Savage. God damn it. I told you, dude. I wasn't kidding. Ooh. He's just lighting his ass. It's because Savage slapped him in the face walk. No, I think it's because Savage had to kick out of his fucking his fucking moonsault. That's been a protected finish. But it was Hogan's fault because Hogan fucking missed the save. He pulled his jocks up his rear end. <laughs> you better shut up, fat boy. <laughs> Flair hit it. Watch this. He's going to give me the corner. Savage is going to fight back because that's what they do. Oh, God. Oh, fucking sweat. Oh, God. Beautiful. You notice when Hogan's not in this match, this match is great. That, as as is the case with most, most matches. <laughs> Randy's like, Flair, boom, Flair, my ribs are broken. They, they don't. <laughs> Flair, I'm hurting. Make me look good. My dad's outside. <laughs> People don't realize though. Savage has such a great working punch too. Look at that. Want to make oh, my daddy look, proud? Oh, here, here's the thing. You remember uh, Revenge? WCW. Yeah, Revenge. and he had the punches. they had the punches, and he was like, he would do. 
He had the he had hold the head and he'd cock the leg. Brother, he he cocked the leg. Yeah, he had the he had a move where he would like he would punch them and throw them down and pick them back up and punch them over yep. and over again. I think his I think like his on the ground special was those punches because he would just like rabbit punch. He'd be like ooh ooh ooh. Then he'd rear back clothesline. Then you could jump up. It's supposed to be a double clothesline, but Rick didn't get his arm up. Jump Savage, up. but Savage can sell it because he's hurt. Jump. This is the one thing though. I will. This always come up. Tag matches in WCW suck because the ring's too small. No. Also, you know who was missing from Revenge? Ric Flair. Yeah, Ric Flair. Lost it was going on, right? Thanks a lot. Fucking Bischoff. It's weird that he wasn't in that game. Like, I didn't think about it as a kid, but, like, as an adult, he is a glaring omission. Bischoff says vintage Hogan in this as well. (laughs) I wish I was kidding, but he actually says it. And I heard it. I was like, oh, that's fucking funny. Here's JR's favorite spot in any match. We already saw it once from his buddy Ed Leslie because, oh. God, Hogan? So let him sell, sell this sell piece of shit. Move. Seriously, when Hogan's in there, I, I just I lose fucking interest on this match. It's like he's it's just like such Hogan, a cunt. It's dude. like Hogan's mind goes back to a WWF ring. It really does, I think, sometimes. Like, he, he forgets there's that not that extra step. <sighs> I wonder how many ligaments he tore in his back. Friggin' Wee Man picked up Sami Zayn and body slammed the WrestleMania. That was a WrestleMania moment. Right? What? what? <laughs> yeah. So Wee Man body slammed Sami Zayn in that match. Because it was Sami Zayn versus Johnny Knoxville, so the jackass oh. guys got involved. So if Ric Flair comes back. Well, oh. hey, thank you, Arn. <laughs> Tears ACL. Oh, oh, Terminate oh. on, sir. He's, he's not doing a very good job. Terminate, I'm terminate my own luck. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I'm laughing so hard inside, and I'm, my my I can't even get it to come out. I'm good. Pass out a bone joke. All right, R.I.P. Watch this. Does, he, does anybody know the Renegade's real name? Dude, look at him, Jim Renegade. <laughs> Jim Powers. <laughs> he changes the name Renegade. There's little renegades. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, oh, we're not little renegades either. Warrior changed his name to Warrior, but they called him Jim Warrior and Jim Renegade. I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm putting pieces <laughs> together. Brother. Oh. oh, my God. There's so much clusterfuckery in this match. They, no. And the referee cannot be out of position. That's a, disqual- that's a disqualification right there. Referee cannot be out of position. And look, this, this is Flair's return match back. And he's taking the fucking. And they can't even take. And they can't even let him sneak a win. Thanks, brother. Did this in front of Linda. <laughs> oh my god! Is she's wow. gonna get Hulk Hogan's ten inch penis tonight? As opposed to Terry's <laughs> eight and a half. <laughs> he really needs Nathan Jones right now because he's just a dick with shoulders. I just, I'm telling you, Vader should have won the title at Super Brawl. We did it. We did it. Oh, my God. And because he, of you. He should have won the title at Super Brawl. Savage should have got the match at Uncensored. Hogan makes the save at the end. This is the tag match between the two of them. And Vader and, and Hogan, they still could have lost. It, could, it should have been a clusterfuck DQ finish, though. Flair should not have ate that loss. There was no reason for it. No, I mean, especially his first match back. And really, and, and Vader shouldn't be losing to anybody. At, when at Arn when Arn came in there, it should have been disqualification. They called the bell. He still does his shit. Hogan poses. Crowd goes, "I'm happy." Vader has the title belt. Says, "This is mine, little man." Some ugly people in this crowd. Look at that guy. Look at Chris Jericho. Look at Matt Hardy and Chris Jericho. <laughs> oh, now we have Pyro. Cool. 
Oh, no, let's, there's let's, not millions of people watching. Let's this celebrate this uh, this popcorn so, fart of an I'm, ending. There, here we oh, go. There we go. Beat his ass. Yeet my Jimmy Hart. Jesus. Yeet. <laughs> Angela's a guy. Oh, Angelo, get in there, this. brother. Oh man, this get ain't like there, Memphis, brother. baby. We, we can't telegraph this at all. Stop! Don't touch get my, off my son. son. Get off my son. Don't touch up my son. I have more hair than he does. Angelo Poffo's Italian. He don't touch on my son. Oh, that's not yeah. like Polly from The Sopranos. I'm, I'm trying to, I'm trying to make the <laughs> connection. Oh, beat his ass! Beat his ass! Look, Flair took such good care of him on those he, punches. He barely touched he, him. Yeah, if he even touched him. Oh, Arn! <laughs> take care of him on that slam, though. Arn just fucking his ass down. Listen, bitch, you're a fucking worker. You can take it. He jerked him down by his fucking tap out. Oh, Angelo really sold that well. Arn, look at Arn. Look at that. I just realized that Stugatz. I just realized that Dax from FTR literally modeled himself completely after Arn, even his kicks. You know what? Here's the thing: freaking Angelo's in that figure a four a figure four leg lock, and he's like a fucking baby in a fucking infant pool. Like he's all he's seventy. Fucking slap says, the mat with some authority, you bitch, old codger, bitch. <laughs> like, get the fuck bitch out of here. Bishop says this is a seventy year old man. And then Bobby Heenan goes with a bad will, and he laughs. <laughs> you need you need some Geritol, you old fuck. Oh, that's uh, my father. It's my father. Get him some tussin and get him the fuck out of some there. Some <laughs> Get him some tussin. Fuck <laughs> out of here, man. <laughs> oh fuck. Why aren't you? Why aren't you chasing after him? Like if your dad, your dad's having a heart attack in his knee or what? Like, I don't understand what's happening. It's called, a, it's called a knee attack, you jackass. Like he's, he's jerking it by his fucking collar harder than he's holding. I his thought knee. you were going a different direction with that. <laughs> like, oh. oh, I got a cramp in my knee at the David Richards and Jerker Squad. That's oh. my dad. God, where's fucking Shinja? S- Savage is great at selling here, though. I do feel like it's serious. It's like when Liz got slapped. He's like, you son of a bee! Give an ambulance. It's not that serious, okay? So he didn't break his leg. Get a, get a wambulance. You know, like it. you know, if you really wanted to get me some sympathy, have Vader. Vader bomb See, his ass twice. Pop a blood capsule in his mouth and be done and with this it. Is, this is the reason why old folks shouldn't jump the guardrail. <laughs> I mean, yeah, he put he he broke the law. Oh, he my God. Be, it's like, oh, my God, hug it down. Right, right oh now, God. if they want to get heat, have fucking flare pressure charges. Like, arrest that, arrest that old man. Oh, and that is the fucking and end. Tony Schiavone's still a producer. He oh, can't. You don't watch uh, Slammery 96? No. no I'm yeah. good. Now I'm not watching fucking Battle Bowl. That was the end of fucking Slambery. It's the last Legends review. Hogan show did not guess. pose. Did y'all notice that? Oh, good. shit. You he are did, right. Did not. We got Pyro, though. Hogan did got not. Pyro. All right, guys. So the big question here is, ruined or redeemed? I'm going to let Brandon go first. You know, it's it's really a mixed bag. I'm going to give it a redeemed, but it's just it's by a cunt hair. God, when I watched this originally, I said redeemed. But just watching that clusterfuck there at the end, um, really going to downgrade my redeemed. I'm going to go redeemed as well, but I'm like Brandon. It's just right on the cusp. Like, if I could give it a midline, I'd give it a midline, but... We don't go that. We don't pussyfoot around here. We go right or wrong. It's black or white here. There's no gray area, just like on Danny Rainbow's fucking rainbow chart. There's no fucking gray area. It's black or white. That's true. And I'm going redeemed. I I think we are jaded because we watched Uncensored and Uncensored (laughs) sucks so much cock. However, most matches, I mean, Muda was on here. 
Solid match. But see, that match right there made me forget Moody was even on the fucking show. Yeah. It, it made me forget Arn and Alex Wright. It definitely washed the taste of what otherwise was a fairly decent I, I, show gonna, out of your mouth. I'm going to agree and say ruined, but barely. You mean redeemed, do you mean? Oh yeah, sorry, redeemed. No, it's it's ruined. It's it's ruined and redeemed at the same we, time. I just said we don't have gray area. Well, we would go black or white. Well, Travis, this uh, it's jerk this squad podcast, or not jerk this podcast squad. was my idea, and so I'm saying it it's, was ruined. It's jerk squad or finger bang? There's no in between. Well, I'm, I'm not getting finger bangs. So okay, jerk squad. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say it is redeemed very 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 close. Like just like with you guys, I think that overall the show has been probably one of the better ones we watched. I mean, if, if for no other re- reason to see Dusty Rhodes and, and Terry Funk go in the Hall of Fame, and like Gordon Soley, yeah, even it, though he's pissed, there there were there were like legitimate real moments that made you feel just gave you a good feeling. The Alex Wright uh, arm match, absolutely solid. Tag, tag, match. tag match was very good. Good way to start. A good way to start the, tag, the show off. If you take uh, Ming and Hawk off this show. You forgot about one more match. And you what, take off what, the show. what am I forgetting? Fucking the butcher or the man with no name and fucking Kevin Sullivan. There's I, no reason why I, that match. The thing about here. that is, it sucked, but at least there was an end point. No, there was something going on after it, which we get the Dungeon of Doom. You can't fucking discount that, man. Yeah, I, that's the reason. Ninety. That's the reason why we chose ninety-five <laughs> to begin with was because of the Dungeon of Doom. I agree. Though. Match of the night. Man, I, I'm kind of split because uh, both the tag match and the TV title match are both really good. I'm going to go the tag match simply because of Sherry, because <laughs> her, her her the fucking bump she takes uh, that was it was a great way to start your pay per view off. I'm going to go Alex Wright and Arn. I just think it was a good um, good little story they had going there about Alex being undefeated, going for the TV title, Arn being the grizzled vet to take him down, which you really think about it. He's only like 34 years old at this point. Like it's old in WCW he's years. He's old, I guess, in WCW years. But like it was just a it was just a good match. Like I mean, they had the crowd the entire time. I'm like, I, you almost wish that Alex Wright could have won. I mean, that might have been a bigger stamp of approval on him than, Sorry, than the Renegade. That's for, that's for somebody else. Instead of the Renegade taking the belt from Warren in a month or so. Like, <sighs> I really think, I mean, in my close second, like the tag match was really good. My close second, and I feel like if it just would have had a better build to it, and there may have been on Saturday nights, I don't know. But Muda and Orndorff had a great match, too. Agreed. Talking fucking them suck. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and say my match tonight is Alex Wright and Arn just because the finish is iconic now. Because I had not seen it previous to that. He throws a punch, he ducks, and he fucking drops. He did it on his fucking head. There, <laughs> yeah, there, was, no, right there was no faking that. He, he dropped his ass on his head. I, I guarantee you Jim Barnett was trying to jerk him off afterwards. Oh, my boy. My boy, wake up. I'm going to rub your neck. I mean, your dick. Oh, what? <laughs> my boy. But uh, I, I do think that overall... The tag match was great. I think Muda versus Orndorff was pretty damn good. I think Arn and Alex Wright, like you were saying, told a great story. He's undefeated. Arn sneak, snuck by, got that win. It was great. I think Big Bubba and Sting was not that great. Sting is way too good for this feud, which they're saying it's finally over. I do believe that the Hogan, that we got said it all over, fucking. Vader should have been champion. It should have been Hogan chasing Vader, and Vader just barely getting by. Vader should have won a Super Brawl. And you still have your fucking feud with Savage and fucking Flair. It makes more sense. You, you could have had Vader 
win at Super Brawl and, and Hogan still be out. And it, that could have been Sting and yeah, uh, Savage there's, versus, There were so you know, many possibilities of things they could have done. But, but you know, Chris, hindsight, rolls a bit. hindsight then, being 2020. Like you were saying, leading up to Halloween Havoc, the match leading up to Halloween Havoc would have been fucking war games before that. And it could have been Flair, Vader, um, and, you know, insert this uh, Arn and somebody else. Whoa. And you could have had Hogan... Hogan Flair or Hogan, sorry, Hogan Savage. What if you? Just, I mean, I gotta, we're gonna fuck, We're gonna fucking uh, fan fan book an event that like you know thirty years ago. But like you could have had that been the debut of the Giant. Him being like this, the mystery person for for war games, yeah. and then he could have been the final guy to come in and just you know destroyed everything. And I don't know, there there could have been there could have been something there. And here's something that like completely we kind of gloss over, but where the fuck did the t- uh, U.S. title tournament end at this pay per view? Like, why is it fucking still going on? I believe it ends at the great or the it, Great American Bash. Does it end at the Bash or does? The, the, it does because it's stinging, it's stinging me. Right? Yeah, yes. But yeah. the but the the real answer to your question is that we had to have the man with no name wrestle Kevin Sullivan. Yeah, that's true too. I agree. <laughs> but while we also had to watch Ming wrestle twice, that, and that the man to me that is the worst match on the card is the man with no name and Kevin Sullivan. Yeah, Ming and Sting or Ming and uh, Hawk is right there. I feel like at least they were beating the shit out of each other. It, it, like it was entertaining to me. The, the, I know you may disagree with me, but the the after match shenanigans redeemed it somewhat uh, yeah. for me. We got to see a pull apart. MVP. To me, it's tough. And there, there's a there's a lot of shining stars on this, and I and I'm still gonna go Sherry. I, I think Sherry um, uh, Sherry. Got me into the show when I when I going into it cold. I'm like, man, this is this is another fucking WCW pay per view from '95. This is gonna suck. But by the end of that first match, I was engaged, and a lot of that has to do with her. I'm gonna go Arn Anderson. Um, he carried the match with Alex Wright, gave that guy a good show, and um, and to me, the main event, some of the stuff he did was the highlights of the uh, of it. His whole selling of the Renegade. At the beginning of the match with the wide eyes, like he was scared of him. And I then, disagree with you because he never should. Have <laughs> I done never should done it, but I mean, he was put in the spot to do it, and he he tried to. He was a good soldier. He tried to carry on. He should have fucking quit uh, when <laughs> Smoky Mountain <laughs> <laughs> or ECW. But um, I'm going to give it to Arn Anderson. I think he was the uh, the glue that kind of held two things together on this show. I'm, I'm going to exclude Bobby Heenan because Bobby Heenan on commentary was a fucking highlight of this show. Uh, I'm actually going to have a co MVP because I I agree with you with Randy Savage or uh, sorry Arn Anderson and my other one is Randy Savage. The reason for Randy Savage is Randy Savage went out there and took a fucking ass kicking from Vader because Hogan would not. Yeah, he took the fucking Vader salt. The Vader salt. With no problem, and he sold like a motherfucker. Um, Angelo being attacked, so I, I, I would say the both my of them. My daddy, my daddy. <laughs> way, way, my daddy, my daddy. Well, guys, that's an, I had, my my final note is I hate this Hogan and W. <laughs> Hogan and WCW sucks. The shit of every the the shit ending of every show makes everything blow. I mean, I, I'll give you that Hogan <clears throat> Hogan's reign. And WCW 95 is worse than Triple H's reign of terror in 0203. I can argue that. I agree. Because at least Triple H was putting on good matches. He may have not been putting over talent, but at least he was putting on good matches. Hogan's not putting on good matches, and he's burying every fucking star that you have created in WCW until he arrived. 
Flair is a fucking joke now. Yeah. Sorry. And he came out of retirement and to lose. He, they, they brought him out of retirement to take the fucking pinfall. Thanks a lot, bitch. <laughs> bitch off. That guy's that wraps up episode twenty seven. I actually have my I have made out our little lineup. I know as a bonus episode, guys, we're going to cover an NGW show, and mm-hmm. as it's looking, it's looking like the party bowl that we did last year. Our return from COVID, so I'm excited for that. Of course, we got Monday Night Raw creeping up. Uh, Let's get extreme is also creeping up. I'm very excited for that, boys. You ready for me to talk shit again? And then bef- before we know it, after a few episodes of Monday Night Raw, we ha- will we will have the Great American Bash, which yeah. will we talked about. We'll have the conclusion of that U.S. title tournament. Yeah. And we've talked about a few other bonus episodes too, like different things, and maybe another draft episode eventually, stuff like that. I think uh, I, I, and I'm just throwing this out there, and this is not set in stone. But I think if we do another draft episode, I think our intent should not be to come up with the best show. Mm-hmm. It should be the to, worst. to swing things in Travis's favor oh, for once you. and come up with the worst show. Oh, I can do that. I think that'd be fun. I also think we should do one bonus episode where we rebook. Part of where we are at ninety five to the King of the Ring or something to the King of the Ring. Um, I, I'll let you guys I, fucking handle. I, I, that. I do. I, I do. Don't, I, I do like the uh, the concept we talked about, like a, a tournament of like the worst wrestling themes or something. Oh too, yeah, like where we talk about those and <laughs> got, I got that idea because Brandon on a uh, Rats from Black Lodge does the uh, the uh, metal was it heavy uh, metal March Madness yeah, heavy metal March Madness. Um, I think that'd be fun. Even maybe even a tournament with just the worst gimmicks. I mean, Jesus, that, Jesus that, that would be cool from not just from ninety five. I'm sure we could find sixteen we, terrible. We, we would we would have to we'd have to limit it uh, to, to sixteen. To well, just a, a year ninety five because otherwise, like you, you know, all fuck, American moon. Yeah, that's not it. That's, that's not even, no, no, no. That's, all American uh, I'm thinking American males. That's ninety five, yeah. ninety six. That's yeah, pretty bad. But I mean, it's not the worst thing. The thing is, is 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 like this. It's limitless, the different things we can do. Hell, I mean. There's no limit to what we can no, I mean, and, imagine. And the thing of it is, is <laughs> like, there. It, the more, and we're creeping up on mm, Nitro, too. Paul's big fat cunt. <laughs> we're, creep, we're creeping up on Nitro. It's not yep. going to be long before yeah, I can't, Nitro's I can't there. wait to watch the first Nitro, and then I can't wait to bitch about every Nitro after <laughs> that. <laughs> well, guys, Brandon, rant. Uh, well, uh, we're uh, we're on the road to FrankenCon. Uh, we're, we've, that's that's the big thing in our in our future. Uh, we got to do a, a uh, career retrospective with Brian Bremer, who was in Society and um, Pumpkinhead. Si- Pumpkinhead, Silent Night, Daily Night, Part Five, Spontaneous Combustion, directed by the great Toby Hooper. Uh, it's gonna be a, gonna be a blast. As far as uh, the podcast, we're gonna have uh, this is the, the inside baseball right here. This is the first time we're letting you know. Uh, coming in May, we're gonna be doing a retrospective for Friday the Thirteenth. Part four, the final chapter, perhaps uh, the most lauded of the original series. Finn's favorite, my son. Okay, well, uh, Finn's got good taste. Uh, definitely one of my favorites. Uh, we're also going to be bringing a, uh, a Rants After Dark episode for Scream. Finally. Uh, finally, we uh, we had to reschedule because of you know situations, but we're going to drop that episode. And, uh, <clears throat> and then it come May 14th, uh, Alcoa, Tennessee, at the Knoxville uh, Hilton... Uh, airport. Uh, you're Kevin Nash in the Mack truck, and you're just laying on the horn. You're on your way to Frankencon and your birthday. Cool. <laughs> um, yeah, it's also my birthday. So uh, uh, please come check us out. You can get tickets at um, FrankencontN.com. Um, Me and Eddie may show up and just harass Brandon. Please do. <laughs> give me, give me entertained at the very least. Um, I guess it's my turn now. Yeah, because Eddie didn't. 
feel the need Travis. to segue into me. Travis. <laughs> <laughs> uh, still sells stuff over there on TGL The Man. Uh, bought a house. On eBay. I, I fucking bought a house. And I'm about to have to start working on that bitch. So, yeah. Buy more shit so I can put it into the house. Um, I actually put the Power Ranger yeah. stuff up. Buy some more stuff good. because Travis needs to make money so we can buy the WCW hotline number. Pretty much. <laughs> I'm going to see if I can buy that now, to be <laughs> honest with you. But um, I'm pretty sure it's like three bucks. Um, but, yeah, I mean, still can we selling get one, stuff over can there. Can we get 1-900-909-9900.com? Holy fuck, we probably if, could. If that exists, I will buy it. No, fuck yeah, let's do that. But um and then we're uh we're leading into um we got a table for uh Todd the Medics toy show. We got a four tabler there. Yeah, that's right. We're, we're gonna, gonna that's coming up in August, um a little bit further down the road, but it's never too soon to plug stuff. Um NGW is this weekend for Eddie and I will have a table set up there with some wares and stuff. Uh last push for that. Um so come on by, buy some VHS tapes, buy some uh, buy some wrestling figures, just come by, say hello, whatever. Um, I'll be there representing the pod. Um, I'll be working, but... But uh, Brandon will be there in spirit. I'll be jeffing for him all over the place. Oh, thank you. Um, I'm trying to make jeffing spread worldwide. I've, yeah. uh, last I, podcast... I, I, I can't show up because I don't want to get my ass kicked by Davey <laughs> Richards. I'm uh, I, too bad. I'm, I'm going to order my shirt tonight, but it will not be here in time for the show. Um, I will be Jeffing was it, was it behind my table. Yeah, because I don't get my ass yet. Um, I did spread the word of Jeffing on the on the other podcast I was on and the word of the David Richards Jerk Squad. So we are pushing hard to get this stuff done. Um, Eddie. <laughs> I looked up 1-900-909-9900.com and it is taken. It is a wrestling meme generator, God which is pretty man. fucking cool. It made me laugh. I saw Son of a bitch. It was Adam Cole. It says boobs. It was funny. <laughs> NGW, guys. <laughs> This it's tomorrow, yeah, yeah. The, the time of this episode mm-hmm. dropping, NGW will be having our show. Uh, Never say die. The worst Black Sabbath Ozzy era album, but uh, that's what Davey Richards says every time. Davey Richards off. taking on Menace. We announced Calvin Tankman taking on the NGW champion Matt Cross. Title is on the line. Shug uh, Shug D is going to be in action. Uh, open challenge. Uh, also, uh, Dirty Dango is going to be there talking, he's, and he's on the verge of retiring. So, I saw Shug D wasn't happy with y'all not telling who his opponent is. Shug D can go fuck himself. Right. Too bad. <laughs> is it going to be ravishing Rex Rex Ryan? Right. I hope he brings out. Uh, if he does, he maybe brings Danny, Danny. Maybe it's uh, Danny, Danny Rainbow's. Danny Rainbow's. Uh, Danny, char- Danny Rainbow's only challenge is for world time. Rainbow chart of uh, <laughs> violence out there to him. So, also we have a six-person tag match. We got uh, Billy Starks. And the Lost Boys taking on Logan LaRue, uh, Sledge Gibson, and Erica Lee. She got the Frog Brothers. <laughs> I tried it. I tried it. <laughs> Corey Aim was going to be there, but he can't make it. He did. He did. He did. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, we, we got some really good, really fun stuff lined up for you guys. Um, come check us out, nextgentn.net slash tickets. Follow us at nextgentn on pretty much every social media platform. Follow the podcast, guys. Wrestling Ruined at Wrestling Ruined. Uh, we post funny Jobber of the Weeks on Facebook along with our randomness, our uh, Twitter as well. Yeah. And uh, we really appreciate you guys listening to us and making our you know our our audience. It's been growing. We keep hitting these charts. It's really cool. Shout out to guys like Re- the Wrestling Purist Podcast, our Cuck Master uh, TJ TJ Bowser, the Cuck Project, Project Louder.net. Uh, absolutely, thank you, Project Louder, and uh, 
yeah, guys, like I said, we might be hitting you with a bonus episode. If not, we will see you with Monday Night Raw. We'll be seeing you when we see you. <laughs> see you see in the Minji. <laughs> see you, Jobin. <laughs> well, guys, y'all take it easy. Stay safe out there, and we will talk to you soon. Jeff, 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 Jeff,